smell my dick. Wait a minute, hold up. So that's how a bitch get her eyes swollen. Hey, why you coming home five in the morning? See, I am still trying to get that empire contract. <laughs> it is not a game. You better get Cookie on the line. Listen, Lucius is locked the fuck up with Diddy. I'm about to get to this money. Don't play me like a fool. Cause that ain't cool. See what you need to do is let me smell your teeth. <laughs> Why are you coming home? Then that little beat kicking. Hey, hey. Five and moaning. The vocals so raggedy though. She sounds just as bad as I do. But you can't well, tell her she emoting. was not. Going off, yes, emoting for the gods. <laughs> Listen, you, you a stripper bitch you. named Diamond? His fat ass. I'm in a club. I ain't wilding. Oh, I really, did. really. I'm sure that was the case. <laughs> that might suggest that you may actually be burning some calories, big <laughs> nigga. You big unfaithful nigga. <laughs> You know what? Imagine if Rob Kardashian got into it with whoever he fucking right about now, and she just go off on him like, "Nigga, you get your get your fat ass out my house." <laughs> Ain't seen your dick since the second season of your show. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I see Agent Bailon took your self control when she left your ass. Why you keep eating? Eat your fucking feelings, Rob. Eat them. Because let me tell you, I have a shopping date with E.J. Johnson. If he can do it, it's no excuse for you, bitch. I can just, you already know, like, them hoes that he probably messed with, they get real fly at the mouth. Hell yeah. And he just take it. Remember when Kim shaded him? She was like, I'm just tired of him being fat as an inconvenience. I think she's on Watch What Happens Live. She's just like, I'm just tired of it. It's such an inconvenience to us. <laughs> oh my god! <clears throat> oh, but back to smell your dick. Mm-mm-mm. A classic, pure hit before it's time. I'm just so glad that Tosh Point you know, gave it some spotlight because it deserved all the shine that it gets. You know what? You niggas gonna learn. Y'all let these white people come give our people their flowers. Hello. Why they can still smell them before your ass do it. I'm waiting for him to go find Eli Porter if he ain't already <laughs> did it. <laughs> Eli Porter, like all of these kids that's on Instagram, like that, I don't fucking know these people's names, but that good morning to you, the birds. I check that whoever. Mm-hmm. You owe Eli some respect. Because he paved the way for you fuck niggas. Oh, let me... I don't know how old the child is. Let me not call him a fuck nigga. <laughs> I'm sorry. See? You turning into me. <sighs> I try to leave the baby's babies as long as I can, but whatever. <laughs> Good morning to you. And the birds really are chirping outside, so let me tell y'all something right now. Because y'all know we not in the studio. If you hear some birds in my background... It is what it is. I can't help it that, you know, I have these trees in my nice neighborhood. I have a lawn and things of that nature. Hey, sorry I'm not struggling. Honk the horn on their asses, Greg. Toot, toot. 
<laughs> but no. Welcome to another episode of It's About Time. Damn, y'all record every other quarter. Every other quarter. You're going to lose me as a faithful listener. Well, you know what? Bye, pumpkin. Bye. Excuse me? Ain't eat that fucking faceless for them crow's feet. I can slap your ass right now. <laughs> slap me then, bitch. Slap me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you didn't get those references, do your Googles. I am your player partner, Beyonce Knows, and I have a quick announcement to make. You hoes is fat. <laughs> yeah. And I'm your homeboy, Sir Ratchetness. Really though, Beyonce, Beyonce trolled the fuck out of y'all because y'all was the ones waking up early to catch that interview, not me. Hello, missing your carpool to work. Listen, mad and musty because she told you your ass was fat and you need to give up off that meat. <laughs> and that bitch was only a vegan for 22 days. Bye. <laughs> really? Yeah, she was, she ain't vegan like forever. She was just in a video with Nikki eating a cheeseburger like, bye. Girl. She is a scam artist. Hi, my name is Beyonce, and I'm here to tell you the only meat that you need to have in your mouth is your nigga's testicles. Who are you? I am still gonna go get these leg quarters, girl. If you wanna be cute, I will bake them instead of frying them. But... Listen, do you know how fucking easy asparagus expires? That shit be fresh for like two hours. Don't uh, have time for all that shit. And it make your piss smell like no. Ugh. But I don't know, one of you Pinterest ass niggas that hit me up on Twitter, I'm sure, and say, well, actually, if you cook it in <laughs> the finest of virgin oils and marinate with mm-hmm. in placenta and you check out um the take out the membrane of uh see, I ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> Keep your ass right where you at. Because let me tell you. There's nothing wrong with sharing some knowledge with someone when they ask you. I'm all for it. That's why, you know, I go up for social media. But if mm. I ask your ass nothing, bye, go on, girl. It's too hot for you just to be dropping your opinion off. <laughs> I got enough shit on my plate. Hello. Well, actually, girl. Niggas just love to just, oh my God, we ain't going to get into that. That's a 25 minute conversation. That I ain't trying to have, never have, never is. Draining. But yeah, it's been so much shit that has happened since last podcast. You know, Beyonce trolled the fuck out of them. Not us, but them. Hello. Caitlyn Jenner (laughs) became the bad bitch from Sri Lanka. (laughs) <laughs> listen i didn't think she was gonna step on the scene that fucking severe listen when i told you i was like well i guess this is about to be a botch surgery ass mess <laughs> like i was expecting it to be horribly just executed i thought she was gonna look like the chick from glee the lesbian coach with the bra <laughs> who always wear the tracksuits <laughs> That's what I I didn't think she was gonna be giving feminine fish queen. She looks like that lady, Jessica the, Lane, the old white lady from all the movies. 
<laughs> she looks like a fucking drug-free, sane Janice Dickinson. Oh, my God. Fuck Janice Dickinson. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I believe everybody else, little Bill Cosby accusation, but not this bitch. I'm not giving y'all Janice Dickinson. If anything, she raped that nigga. <laughs> Drugged him or whatever the fuck was going on. Yeah, Bill. You gonna give me some black cock tonight? <laughs> Ew. Give me that big black cock. Ew. I hate that word. What cock? I hate yes. cunts. I can handle cunts. Shove it in my cunts. <laughs> what? <laughs> Women say that. Shove your cock in my cunt. Excuse me? Could you not? If you don't get that fucking incest cousin fucking talk the fuck out of here. <laughs> Oh, Janice Dickinson, you used to be a bad bitch, but bitch, now you're just doing bad. I don't know. I used to fuck with Janice. I used to fuck with her too. It's a... Especially when she was on Surreal Life and she was waving that knife above Amarosa head. <laughs> <laughs> and the producers had to step in. She was such a troll. And it worked every time. <laughs> oh my God. I really just can't deal it's been so much that has been going on what else happened let's see well you ready for your weekly future update because let me know. tell you let me tell you his baby mama india finally accepted my follow request on instagram so now <laughs> i feel like i feel like i have unlocked the last layer of the future verse if you don't get the fuck on somewhere like this is a, a game of Mario Brothers and you just hit an extra tunnel <laughs> into future I told you this is my love of you a level away from future <laughs> but listen whatever the real King Cooper kid is Sierra and she gonna be throwing them fireballs at your ass you can get them you can have them. <laughs> I'll never let go well apparently this nigga is on tour and he's fucking a bitch in every city that he goes to and they decide that they're gonna hit up Britney on Instagram and let her know. Platform. So I go up to I'm trying to figure out how I can sneak my ass into one of these fucking <laughs> sessions if we're being honest. And they was like, and we're not lying because here's a picture of his hat and he got moles down there. So she like pitched stitched. What? <laughs> So she like pitch stitched every comment and she was like this nigga just for everybody i can't win for losing like she had like a breakdown on instagram <laughs> listen bye bitch see forget them forget future tay Diggs <laughs> and these random bitches from the bronx like what tay Diggs? like that was so random because i was like oh somebody just put tay Diggs out there be a white girl. And it was like a bitch who bragged about being on an episode of Black Ink Crew on her bio on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> but you know what? Whatever. That nigga probably into some freaky ass shit. Uh, did you hear about that football player, Lee Collins, that played for the Cowboys? Mm-mm. And how he, he hired an escort and she was like, I ate that nigga ass and he wouldn't pay me for it. And she like blasted him. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. I'm not having contractions. This is my first time hearing this. And you are experiencing <laughs> my raw, true reaction to this shit. Her name was I apologize. Yeah, her name was- but I don't know how else to do this. 
<laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> what? <laughs> this escort named Throatzilla said she. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Throatzilla, my God. <laughs> yes. You bitches. And she's a pleasantly plump sister at that. She was hired and like they negotiated the price. He was like, well, you do your stuff first and then I pay you. So she ate his ass. Well, that's on her. Right. And she, and she, he just dipped and changed his that's number on her. on her. That's on her. That's on you, Throatzilla. Zilla. For, for sure. Like, girl. <gasps> if your hairstylist requires you to put like... <laughs> A deposit down. A deposit down to secure a slot. I'm gonna need for you to collect like 35 off top before you go eat this nigga ass. Like what? <laughs> Candy Deep Throat from Twitter needs to like have a mentorship like program. I go up for her. She is hilarious. Her updates on Twitter used to be so funny. Suck three dicks and made three thousand dollars today. What did you do, bitch? <laughs> She'll be like Instagramming from the inside of McDonald's bathroom just came up on seven hundred dollars while y'all standing still being broke. Like, girl. It's eight AM. I just sucked two dicks already and paid my rent. What did you do? Oh, <laughs> uh, bitch, brush my teeth. What do you mean? She stayed showing them um Bank of America deposit slip <laughs> or whatever from the ATM the receipts where is her unsung episode man <laughs> when I tell you unsung have the most random ass people and I watch every episode and I just be like oh my god this is an interesting ass life like all of the regular like regular celebrities yes. that go through it that end up taking jobs like Gary Coleman did to survive <laughs> Like, those are the real stories you want to stick around to hear about. <sighs> Everybody not going to have a happy ending like Jay-Z. We need to know <laughs> what the future is going to look like for you hoes. <laughs> My goodness. Grotezilla. Grotezilla. Really? Girl, I would be embarrassed. Grotezilla. The booty eater who forgot to get paid for it. You a dumb bitch. Like, what is your problem? <sighs> Eating uh, and how like what position did this nigga play? Like, how like is he big? Is he small? Is he like he defense? He a he a defense. Oh, he a see. big dude. Oh my god. So you can only imagine. That just makes it worse. That's why I had to ask. I'm like, oh, you know, if you eat some wide receiver ass, it might not be so bad. But girl, I can look up his exact position right now. Listen, don't even waste your (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. What else is going on in the world? Let me, well, you know, in good news, Fantasia and her fucking mailman husband got back together. Remember that she got married. That man married. They was. I don't know if they was married or. You know, I don't think Fantasia understands what marriage really is. To be honest, I just randomly woke up. Uh, I think a couple days ago, and I was, and I just read. 
like, you know, me and my man back together. Okay, girl. <laughs> girl, who wants them? <laughs> you and your Walmart employee of the month ass husband. No one cares. Child, send me a text when she gets back with young Drew. Until then. You ain't see his Breakfast Club interview? The old one? No, he was on there like a month ago. And he was like, they was like. Promoting you- what? Um, being a nigga. I don't know. <laughs> They were just like, would you ever get back with Fantasia? He was like, yeah. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> Listen, Droll. See, I can't fuck with that. Because he never used to dog Fantasia out. He used to always just be like, I ain't do it right. Whatever. Because like on the last time, well, I guess the time before the last, that he was on the Breakfast Club, he was like he was a dog and he ain't do what he was supposed to do by her or whatever. Don't go switching up your tune now, ho. Like, he was all on a mixtape. On his I Am Legend mixtape, I believe, giving her shouts out and shit, talking about she smell like caress and baby powder and stuff. <laughs> so, what's the difference? I feel bad for her. Everybody just rap about wanting to face fuck her. Then, like, you know, Gorilla Zoe was like, he just wanted to get some heaven fantasia on the highway. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <sighs> and they was definitely dating, I believe, during that time. Gorillas out in Fantasia? No, young drone. Oh, Fantasia. I should say, goddamn girl. Close your oh legs God. to flop niggas. <laughs> uh, <sighs> what else? What else? Well, you know, Rick Ross had got locked up. Did you hear about that for the week again? And then Again? Like I, I knew about whatever, but Yeah, yeah, I got locked up, then he bailed out everybody who he was locked up oh, in. Who, who gives a fuck? Like nigga. <laughs> This is not Malcolm X. You are not like <laughs> moving the movements, as my dipset friends would say. <gasps> Get your ass. Because he got locked up in like Georgia, right? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think he got locked up in Fayetteville or somewhere. Anyway, bye. Don't. don't do that well did you hear about Brittany Grimes and her wife and that whole situation that's the WNBA player that looked like that one asshole stud who works at the airport <laughs> yes and listen I ain't got nothing against y'all studs y'all know exactly who I'm talking about though it's always that one aggressive ass TSA or whatever the fuck they call agent she definitely looks like her. Continue. <laughs> okay, so I guess they was like dating for like a month, got married, and then, because you know, lesbians, I don't know if you know, just have like, they go through the motions quick as fuck. And now her wife is pregnant. And then she was just like, I'm so blindsided. I possibly can't be the father. You think, bitch? I ain't, gonna, I ain't got shit to say about this because I know we have lesbians who listen to this, and I'm really not trying to piss them off. Catch them in the streets. It's already hot as fuck outside. They don't need any extra reason to run up on me. I'm good. Because all the shit I got to say is going to be real fucked up. Really? So I'm just going to quietly scroll through my notes and let you have this one. Well, we can talk about that hoe-ass bitch Gloria Govan in and Gilders Arena and they turbulent-ass relationship. All of these flops, like. Look, the stars have been chilling. They're booked. So I'm just, it is what it is. I mean, but, okay. 
I gotta give flops some credit because you know they keep us entertained and laughing and whatever else. But these niggas that you just mentioned, they're not even flops. I don't even know <laughs> what category we can put them in. You don't go up for the Go Van sisters. They're hilarious to me. What the fuck do they do other than like work out? Scam niggas and have and... kids. Like, yeah, didn't her sister like scam somebody widow? Yes. And then they said her sister tried to fuck Vincent Herbert and Tamar had to check her. Oh my God. Like out of all the niggas in Hollywood. Cause it was who widow was that? Cause I can see his face in my head, but I cannot think of his name. Oh, whatever. Somebody on Twitter. Y'all gonna say it. Um, but when that story broke, I was like, how the fuck do you know this woman? Like, who's your mutual friend? They some social climbers. Fucking Gloria was at the White House. And I was like, who plus one was you that you at the White House? Barack, do we have some problems? Oh, my God. That's just. So what happened with them? Uh, He like was on Instagram. He like totaled one of his cars. And he was like, I'm just going to start fucking up my own shit because she fucks up my shit anyway. Just like she came over my house and broke out all 28 of my windows and threw my computer in a pool. And I don't even know my fucking net, my um Netflix password. So that was an inconvenience. Like they have the. I got nothing to say. Tell you when it's hot outside, they can show their asses. That's just you, and you get on Instagram and don't call the police. (laughs) You a dumb bitch too. (laughs) Let me tell you something. A nigga bat not even touch my motherfucking CD book. From 2002, and think I ain't calling the law. They're crazy. They're crazy. Like you didn't hear like he bought her a fake engagement ring, and when she tried to sell it, he was like, "Well, I got the real one, bitch. What you selling?" Right. (laughs) I ain't mad at that. Okay, that may be the smartest thing he did. I'm so glad. See, I was quiet over here because I was googling. It was Lou Ross' widow. That Gloria pulled that stunt on. How the fuck you know Lou Rawls' widow? (laughs) How did y'all meet? (laughs) You know, I love old people because old people keep it 100 with you, and that's entertaining to sell. But how you just finesse your way into that situation? You ain't mad through nose, nigga. Like, who are you? I have questions. Lou Ross, nigga? Widow? Man, listen. Oh. Now I remember that story broke. I was like, y'all don't get the fuck out of here with this fake story. And I was like, no. You're no, serious? Man. This is really a thing? Yes. <sighs> <sighs> well, can we talk about your Uncle Diddy getting locked the fuck up? Man, listen. That's another story. When it came out, I was just like, oh, he just cussed somebody out or did whatever. Then, like, two hours later, they was like, well, actually, he attacked the person with a kettlebell. And I was like. Could you imagine what that nigga said to him? Your son sucks ass and so does the I need a girl remix. (laughs) Nigga, what? (laughs) (laughs) 
Bitch, you ain't invent the three dicks. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> that was just one of the songs that I felt like they played so much of it, and it made me want to fight every time I heard it. They would not stop playing it, and that's back when I did like listen to the radio and watch television and to watch videos or whatever. <sighs> Could you imagine some of Diddy's triggers? Ciroc is trash, bitch. What? <laughs> and 50 Cent's so petty. <laughs> On Instagram, I was like, oh my God. What he's like, saying? he ain't been right since he had to whoop Drake ass. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that Ciroc boy went Coco. I was dying. <laughs> 50 is such a troll. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Superhead says she fingered your ass. What, nigga? <laughs> Let me tell you, it's a tie between that and um, that song fucking Nelly did with Jaheem that, come on, go with me. Oh, my God. Me, I hate that Oh, my song. God. Man, when I was at Job Court, let me tell you, we used to listen to The Quiet Storm every night <laughs> on the radio. And they would play that shit, like, every night. They would play that. And they would play Fire and Desire, Rick James, and <laughs> Tina Marie. I ain't have a problem with that. But that fucking Nelly and Jaheem song, I was on the top bunk too. When I tell you a nigga ain't have no problems leaping off that bitch to turn the radio off when that came on every night. <laughs> Come on and go. Come and go with me, girl. I hate the nigga. Fuck but Jaheem. <laughs> I fucking hate Jaheem. I don't fuck with him. I hate fucking Nelly. I hate Tyrese. It's just a whole group of niggas I just hate. Hate, hate, hate. Nah, the only time I like Jaheem is like if he doing some shit with Dipset or <laughs> whatever. That's the only time I can. I still ain't forget anything about how he showed up at fucking Whitney Houston's funeral looking like he was looking for fucking Lucky Charms. <laughs> That's Alabama Leprechaun. Could be a crackhead. <laughs> Got to the wrong stuff. Could be a crackhead. Where is she at to make sense of Diddy jumping on this man? Like, what the fuck? Diddy, let me tell you something. I'm a slick dollar millionaire, and I ain't running up on people getting into fights. So this nigga is worth like 8,100 billion trillion bitcoins or whatever. Like, what are you doing? Nigga, this is not 1997. You can't put this shit off on um, who old dude that caught the case for him? Oh, uh, Sean. Yes. <laughs> Sean, like, some kind of... I don't even... Don't even get me started on that. He's a Kendrick Lamar new nigga. That's all he... <laughs> <laughs> he like a rabbi or some shit. Like, I don't know what's going on with him. But they straight gave Diddy a terrorist... Uh, on his record, they say he made terrorist attacks. A... T- terrorist threat or something like then they call a terrorist charge yeah you can't show up to people shit doing stuff like that that's what you're gonna catch like you can take your ass to walmart right now and act crazy you can catch that same charge <laughs> go ahead Cause you know, out. take that take that take that i really want to know what the fuck was just, just set him off to pick up a kettleball just to hit somebody and then they say um it was something with the sun the coach was talking tough or 
whatever to the sun. All Maybe, coaches are talking tough to sons. I was going to say that. But what I will say is this, like, real sports with Brian Gumble had, like, an episode a couple months back when they were showing, like, the long-term effects of college athletes facing that kind of, like, verbal abuse or whatever. It's, like, it's a real dope-ass episode and segment or whatever. And so when I heard about that, I was like, uh. I kind of understand Diddy not wanting his child to be talked to a certain type of way or whatever, but at the same time, you don't react like that. You dumb ass nigga. Again. Okay, know. but Diddy, I heard your skit on nobody on Rick Ross' album. I heard how you talk to your co-workers talking about they fucking roaches and how you not gonna leave them crumbs for them to feed off of. So let's not play that card. <laughs> Was you the take same that, one making that, niggas that. walk for fucking cheesecake so they can record in the fucking studio <laughs> listen <laughs> I don't know three sides to every story you ain't invent the remix bitch take that, take that, take that. <laughs> <laughs> nigga you killed Biggie and Tupac what <laughs> <laughs> so I can't afford it taking all your money bitch Man, the first time I saw Kim Porter was at Live in Miami. I was like, that's a bad bitch. Like, bitches don't do her justice. She is beautiful. Like, in person, Kim, bad as hell. Bitches be looking kind of... <laughs> feel so she just don't know her angles. Let's, no, she just let's don't move on. Angles. I'm not here to bully Kim Porter. <laughs> the only Kim I bully is Kimberly Denise Jones. <laughs> well, you know her baby daddy is suing her for... uh. Full custody of that. A nigga baby. named Mr. Papers couldn't sue me for shit. <laughs> That's first and foremost. Like, I wouldn't even allow himself. First off, a nigga named Mr. Papers couldn't nut in me. Fuck suing. We wouldn't even get to that yeah, point. That. Mr. Papers? Really? Who is now dating Rocky? What's that bitch name? Rashida Ali, who was stabbing bitches over stilettos. I thought she was getting married. No, that bitch is dating Mr. Papers. Er, like I don't have any like that was the Scooby Doo reaction. Like I don't even know. Like it just get more floppier by the minute, man. This podcast, these subjects, and you people wonder why we show up like the absentee parents that we are. Like if you had to sit and talk about these motherfuckers, <laughs> you will go missing in action too. <sighs> Let me tell y'all something. Recording a podcast is like you just have to be in the right mental space to get on this shit. I don't care what you're talking about. Whatever your subject matter is, you really have to be in the mood. Okay? So we can come to y'all every week and not want to be here <laughs> and just look like that one bitch on the porn that she would be any place other than fucking. But we choose not to do that. And these flops, I'm just literally shaking my head. I well, this is my this last flop. You know who else who got arrested this weekend? Who? Nene Leak's oldest son. But guess for what? Check forgery. They said this nigga co-conspirer was printing out fake Taco Bell payroll checks in a McDonald's, using the McDonald's Wi-Fi, and had printed out like $35,000 worth of like fake payroll checks. And he got fucking arrested trying to cash one of them. He is such an idiot. Okay, Apollo. Okay. Bryson, you're a dumb 
bitch. <laughs> if what's the other son name? Um, whatever. Whatever. He just he knows his brother is dumb. Like on all them episodes. <laughs> He was like, you didn't know asparagus was a vegetable or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and Nene first got her good money and she bought him that fucking used ass charger. And she was like, you really gonna buy him this drug dealer car? (laughs) I can't. Fake Taco Bell payroll checks though. Oh, they're never gonna catch this. First of all, Bryson looks like the fat nigga from Lean On Me. I've been saying this shit for years. He's really turning into him in real life. Because that nigga ain't shit either. So it's like... Where do the jokes and the punchlines begin and end with these niggas? Like, come on, man. You just couldn't go to your mama and get the money? Like, come on. Isn't she a very rich bitch? You couldn't just take the money out of Greg's pocket while he's sleeping? Right. Like the rest of us did. <laughs> Maybe he's not welcome in her house. After this stunt, he definitely not going to be coming up in the gated community. <laughs> well, let me tell you about your sister, Kaya. Yeah, what happened with that? I seen like random like snapshots on Instagram of her getting into it with people about Michael Jackson or something. Like, Yeah, that happened? bitch subtweeted me. Okay, like... um. You know, we always go up for Kaya interlude since what two thousand and what seven, eight. So you they found that. Yeah, so they found one of her old songs where she remade Michael Jackson's Dirty Diana. You know, she's talking about nigga getting fucked or whatever. So I guess it surfaced on Twitter and they like tried to drag her and she was like, I've been did this shit six years ago. I've been known about internet shit and putting shit on the internet. Y'all late. And y'all can't say nothing when his sister was all on me trying to have my neck and my back when I wrote her that hit. We off, yeah. And so, like, I know on Father's Day I had tweeted her. I was like, "Happy Father's Day, Kaya. Wish your eight baby daddies a happy Father's Day." <laughs> and then randomly during the day, she was like, "And let me go back to ten to my eight baby daddies. Let y'all tell it." I was like, "Oh, at me, adapt me, bitch." Cause um. Don't nobody else know about your baby daddies, but Trina, when she went off on your ass on what's beef? Sounds the whole Kaya. I thought it was going to be something else. Well, got to kind of side with Kaya on this one. The internet is fucking late, as usual. Twitter, y'all stay just finding out these gems of hers. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till they find her old MySpace blogs. Right, like, I don't got a problem. I thought she... Did something crazy, like man. No, that's why I'm so glad I don't have to write about that shit no more. (laughs) Entertainment and pop culture and whatever, because it's like, well, she ain't really lied. Like this shit is old. I thought she's like was just something crazy happened. That's it. That's it. They just found one of her old songs, and she she all she said was like, "This shit is old." Like I've been off that. I've been putting out interludes of different things. Y'all late. She ain't lying. I guess because, like, we know Kaya's records and whatever else she got going on. So, mm. next. Yes. What was that one interlude? When she just kept saying that over and over again? Like, I refuse to something, something, something. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse to let a nigga play me. Yes. 
Like that, this whole Kaya conversation just killed my energy because I thought she really did something crazy. The way people was, man, if y'all don't no. get y'all asses out the house more and into some real nigga shit, if no. y'all going up for things like this and really attempting to drag somebody over something, again, that's why I'm glad I don't have to write about this shit. <laughs> and I can kind of stay away from it. Like that is a down. I thought she was going to do like something crazy. Like, the other like little Kaya thing in recent history that I guess she's done was when she said like Beyonce was inspired by one of her oh, looks. Oh, by the party the, video? Yeah. The Met, nah, the, that Met Gala shit or whatever. Cause what? Kaya said that Beyonce copied her little outfit from the You Deserve It or whatever video. <laughs> oh, <laughs> including her side ponytail. And, and she was like, this whole feeling my style, I know I don't know why she just don't do a song um, with me or whatever and bump pussies or something. Like, she said something <laughs> crazy on Facebook. <laughs> that had me laughing. Y'all need to get Kai to fuck up out of it. Well, she blocked me, so let me not. Kai had me blocked for the longest, but I slid my ass right back in when Twitter had that little... um Malfunction? Yeah, that time. And it was like, all the people that blocked you or you blocked or whatever... Like it was for the taking. <laughs> and that was the first person I went to. It was Kaya. The second person was that cola buff buff or whatever that chick. Or the bitch that was fucking side chick. Yes. I went and followed her ass because she blocked me too. Everybody else who had them blocked me or whatever. You just ain't never motherfucking matter to me. Those the only two people I cared about that I wanted to go follow and ask some damn questions. Kaya and Cola. <laughs> rest of y'all hoes you just mad when Kaya blocked you she blocked the check cause when I say you single handedly used to make her relevant listen I'm not one to have these Uncle Rico moments from Napoleon Dynamite and tell y'all about the glory days <laughs> and what I did <laughs> but I see no lies in that statement a lot of shit we did for Kaya during our 10 year run <laughs> god damn it <laughs> you gonna block me the fuck <sighs> it's all good though we still following each I think she followed me back too she better know. the fuck that's the least she could do for you the fuck Kaya and Cola the only people I ever cared to block me and I just had to go get him back in my life. That cola chick is fucking crazy. She's hilarious. Koala, whatever the fuck you say her name. Like, she's crazy. One of my friends randomly was just like, they was just like, who are you? That's all they tweeted her. And she sent him like a 35 tweet long message like, I was born and na 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 na. And I used to have sex with him. Like, she did her whole <laughs> life story because he just kept refreshing. He was like, this bitch is still talking to me. Thanks for listening. Child, Cola stepped out like Trina on the um my chick bad remix. I'm the baddest bitch, and they don't call me that for nothing. Step out in the game straight BBS Like great eyes. Trina was so fucking lame, bitch. How you get on a record and brag about some fresh lens of whatever contacts? Like great eyes, hourglass frame, girl. I was with you 
up until that. Because fucking Diamond was on that damn song. That song was fucking horrible. <laughs> that remix was... Yeah. So unnecessary. Eve, Eve saved that shit. Because <laughs> it was who? It was Diamond. Diamond, Trina, Trina and Eve. Eve. Yeah. That was a fucking waste. Pussy so good that it tastes like Fiji. Okay, Diamond, bye. That's does what Lil Scrappy leaving your... So Lil Scrappy it? know what water tastes like? <laughs> Soulja Boy knows what water tastes like? Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we can kind of go over this Rachel... Whatever. Dezole. What's her last name? Dozak. Zoziak. Um, I'm sorry, but this whole situation just gives me the giggles. I don't see where everybody else is just so like upset and whatever. I don't get the outrage either. You know, like I know somebody was trying to argue. Well, she went to an HBCU and she was taking away money from black people. Well, I'm not trying to be funny. When you like, if she was white, she could have just applied for a minority scholarship and got the money anyway. So it's like, it's more on Howard for not checking her social security number and seeing if she was really black. But so I mean, on. white people go to HBCUs all the time. That's, what's the problem? If she want to be a nigga, let her be a nigga. Like, I don't. I'm not even like, whatever with that. But I'm just saying like, if she was like, hi, my name is Becky, kind of white. Like, she could still go to HBCU. I know like a handful of white people personally who took classes and did whatever at Albany State University. They was mad because she got a black scholarship because she said she was black. Okay. Whatever. Like, but like I said, but that's on Howard. That ain't on Rachel. She ain't turning out free money. My thing is, Rachel tickles me pink because when I say that bitch really thought she, Did you see the post where she was like, I just finished watching 12 Years a Slave and when she was making that husk doll... It reminded me of the dolls I used to make with my shoestrings with my Meemaw. I laughed for an hour. Listen, I ain't got too much shit to say about Rachel. Her ass has done more for the blacks than I have in my 30 years. So, I mean, I really can't say anything. You know how I feel? Fuck y'all. So, (laughs) (laughs) most black people, I'm just like, man, fuck them niggas. So, the fact that she want to help, like... Black, white, whatever, man. Like, and she was getting Tyrese to fuck up out of here. Rachel ain't that bad. Anybody can that can take a shake and go wig and run with it. <laughs> you all right? You want ready in my book? <laughs> somebody else got to say about you. If you're doing good <laughs> for people, I just this whole situation is just like a Chappelle show skit, and it's like to be. I'm like, why aren't people laughing? But, you know, I ain't shit. It reminded me of the Sapelle Show skit where he was the black KKK member. And <laughs> he was like, speech. yeah, he was like, I divorced my damn wife because she knew I was a nigga and she married me anyway. <laughs> it was like, I don't know. That bitch was going to die with the lie. I respect it. Y'all lie on Twitter and right. Instagram every day. She's committed. If you're going to be crazy or like just la 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 like you gotta commit to that shit and she was boy I'm telling you anybody that can take a shake and go wig and pick that bitch out and have it just sit right blend it in like you alright I know it's an art 
That bitch, so, she was lying on LinkedIn, Facebook. It tickles me pink. Whew. I ain't got nothing to say about the lady other than ha, 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 ha. I want to know how she got her two-strand twist to stay in her head because my dress slip after a week. I just want to see these YouTube hair tutorials. That's what I really want to know. Like, I don't know. Again, it's just so much in this world that people should be bothered with. And I'm not saying like, you know, all of you social activist ass niggas on the internet like whatever you can disagree if you want to y'all know i'm not shit so i not gonna care and have a real response to your (laughs) argument but it's just like man all right y'all y'all can go march and write these think um pieces pieces and whatever else if you want to about this bitch like (laughs) it's so much like ground y'all can be covering other than this whole white women have been trying to be black for years and some of you black holes have been trying to be whites for years speak it on goes it. both ways i don't give a fuck you don't like it die <laughs> but you know what's fucked up did you know how she got like caught up in a lie her parents she was, right no she faked a hate crime and like so the news reporter was like interviewing her about it. Like the clip is hilarious. He was interviewing her for like five minutes. He's like, so what happened? She's like, well, I checked my mailbox and nah, 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 nah. And he put up a picture of her real dad. He's like, is this your dad? And she was like, yeah. Well, is this man African-American? She was like, no. He was like, wasn't your dad supposed to go to an event with you last year? Yeah, but he has cancer. Was this your dad? Wow. They like... <laughs> They like caught her off guard. They like butted her up and it out the blue. One more question. Is this your dad? When the fucking news turned to an episode of Cheetahs. Damn. Yes. And then they was like, well, are you African-American? She was like, I don't understand the question. And that bitch got her purse and dipped. That's hilarious. I'm going to watch that. Oh my God. And fucking Kelly Price was on Instagram talking about I'm trans fat. I'm working to be in a skinnier version of me. No, bitch, you're addicted to trans fats. It's a difference. What? Did she really say that? Yes. <laughs> if she's transracial, then I'm trans fat. No, bitch, you're just fat fat. It's a difference. I'm just. <sighs> Kelly Price really had a Tyrese moment. <laughs> That's some shit Tyrese say. That's a Jill Scott moment. I'll I'm trans you. fat. Yes. You wasn't trans fat when your ass used to go to that McDonald's. My ex worked at when I was in high school. Speak on it. That story cracks me up every damn time. Tell you, every time I think about her ass, I think about her coming through the drive-thru. Guess who I seen today? Again. <laughs> who? Kelly Price. <laughs> Have you seen that new Vine where that woman was like, she pulled up in drive-thru, she was like, Yes, I was just here. Um, I bought a 10-piece, and it's only nine nuggets in here, so I need a fresh batch. And I need something on the gas because I have to come back up here. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like it, though. <laughs> that shit had me dying. I remember one time I had to go back to Chick-fil-A because they gave me the wrong shape. And I got, like, halfway home, and I whipped that shit right back around. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna need something on this gas because I had to come back up here. Make it rain, bitch. 2010s and fives. 2010s and fives. Nah, man. See, I, I don't too much fuck with that fast food shit no more. <laughs> like, 
after 30, I'm like, I got to watch what I'm eating. Not even from like, oh, trying to keep up with you Instagram hoes. But just like, my body doesn't digest food the same. <laughs> like, I remember when I was in, um, in high school, I used to eat like hot Cheetos every day. Oh my God, flaming hot Cheetos. Them things kill me. Man, if I ate three of them bitches right now, I'll die. I promise you I'll die. Just like if I drunk a soda right now, I would die. That is me. I don't understand how I used to eat that shit. In Man, me either. Because, like, we used to get, like, the sodas, like, the little $2 sodas and, like, the big bag of flaming Hot Cheetos and eat that shit and that just be lunch. Hello. How? Why? And it was just so normal. My best friend lives off of that diet, flaming Hot Cheetos and like hot chips and vest sodas. And I, I was like, you're 110 pounds and you're a boy. You're going to die. <laughs> I'm snatched. I said, nah, bitch, you're going to die. You're going to get your life snatched. Keep eating right. like that. Eat a meal, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody told me, I don't know if it's true or not. It was like, yeah, flaming Hot Cheetos cause stomach ulcers. I was like, damn, does it? <laughs> do I can believe it if, it if they do, but I don't know. But again, this is in high school. So, like, after I learned about that, like, I cut back, but I was still eating them bitches. Like, I haven't had Flaming Hot Cheetos in at least like seven years now. Well, speaking Not of anymore. someone I know who probably indulges in Flaming Hot Cheetos, do you know Tammy Roland is fucking pregnant? Did you know Tammy Roman is on that fucking celebrity yes. boot camp? Did shit? you like, watch the first episode? I watched half of it like i didn't watch the entire episode because like i randomly like stumbled on it because i saw like kendra and hank because i love kendra and kendra was on this show with her ass i just want to know what this nigga really sucking off that tranny yeah i think he was and it's so sad because i really like them as a couple that's why i was like I wanted to see more like what was going on with them. Mm-hmm. But when Tammy showed up to the house with some nigga that stalked shells at Walmart <laughs> at nighttime, like I was confused. Cause I thought she was like with some dude that was like a director or something. No, she, cause her thing is she's 45 and the nigga's like 27. And like, oh, like, I seen that part. Oh uh, yeah. So like she was on there crying, talking about, I don't want to be a 50 year old new mother. Like I don't want to get this nigga no kids. I don't know what to tell him. With a bitch pregnant Child. now. I was about to say, well, Mother Nature beat your ass to the punch. But if she pregnant now, joke's on me. <laughs> Congrats. I watched that first episode. It was low-key good. I haven't watched it anymore. Because I Man. get tired of fucking Aubrey O'Day. But I was going up for her boyfriend telling her she's not relevant. That had me dying. <laughs> I'm just still thinking about Tammy. But you know what, though? Like, I've had cousins who have had children around her age too though because it's like once the kids get older and they leave the nest and they started feeling like lonely or whatever they had kids but like that was their situation Tammy I don't know that woman so I don't know if that was her deal but with one of my cousins in particular like once her youngest graduated high school and left Mm -hmm. her college she got pregnant see my mama is like that's how she but she don't she just want me to have a kid she ain't having no damn kids well she she nene age she 47 but 
I guess, Tammy. I guess. I hope that 27-year-old man stay with your ass. Man, listen. I wish my mama would. <laughs> would have, rather, gotten pregnant with a baby. I'm like, because Tammy kids like in their 20s, early 20s. They're like around your age. I'm they like, are my you. age. <laughs> so it's like. Tammy is my mama's age. Like. This is, this is weird. <laughs> like, and Tammy out here wearing fucking wife beaters and self-made beauty supply chains and <laughs> skirts from BB outlet not skirts skorts skorts she's wearing the finest from Fantasia's boutique man listen you don't get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> and candy's boutique tagged candy code at night <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry oh my god well congrats Tammy you know what they say though well her boyfriend isn't old but you know like old people say like when two old people have a baby the baby come out looking old but, i definitely see a lot of old men babies blue ivy <laughs> but we're having this young thundercat baby might have some hope hope she has a boy you need a little boy I had two girls child i feel cute can you imagine a menopausal she's gonna go through post what is it postpartum depression at you Post separation yeah. <laughs> depression, then she gonna hit menopause. No man, that's too much. She gonna be sitting outside smoking cigarettes, cause you know little kids like <laughs> steal food and shit, like cookies yeah. or whatever. She gonna be like, ask you this one time, one time only. Did you take my shortbread cookies, nigga? And they tell me, hmm, hmm. <gasps> I'm giving you the opportunity right now. You see how dramatic Tammy is. I'm giving you the opportunity right now to come clean. I've been smacking bitches five times your ages for the last ten years. He's puffing that cigarette. Let me t- let me tell your motherfucking ass, something, boy. <laughs> she do. Like I want her to have a boy. I, for whatever y'all heard it first, like I'm I'm, I'm putting a boy on Tammy. I really want her to have a son because you already know how I feel like black mamas talk to their sons a certain type of way. I don't care if you like the golden child. Your mama done went off. Oh, my mama talked about once. me crazy. Mm-hmm. Let me tell your motherfucking ass something, little boy. And he gonna be like 35 years old. <laughs> you gonna always be little boy. Ever in your motherfucking life. And she be cussing off. Let me tell you, that's just like me and my mama got into an argument like two weeks ago. And like I was riding the passenger seat. She's like, I'll put your ass the fuck out right now and Would call you? the police and lock your ass the fuck up. Play with me. <laughs> I was just like, damn. I just asked you, did you want Taco Bell or Steak and Shake? Like it just popped out <laughs> for nowhere. That's how I was with my mama when she was going through menopause. Right. And she that's- used to keep like the fan on her at night. And I thought that she would be the funniest thing in the world. Until last month in May, I realized, like, I'm going to have to go to that shit like 10 years from now. Like, damn. Jokes. Hit Jokes home now. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> she used to keep the fucking fan on her. And she would have it freezing in the house. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Could you not have it feeling like a meat locker in here? And she would be having them hot flashes or whatever. Yeah. But then, um, like the doctor prescribed her some fire ass medicine, took all that shit away, and she became normal again. No, and it was like smooth sailing from there. Didn't like, get once my she had that. got that medicine or whatever, and it was like some kind of drops or whatever. I used to 
take the little bottom like drops you got a little like <laughs> i need to kick out some money to you. we gotta make sure you don't miss these dosages you need mommy happy's juice let me tell you just like she'll come in here good morning i could be asleep i'd be like mm-hmm there you go putting your negative fucking energy off on me i'm trying to wish you that's like, oh, how it is i just like, oh my god and the funny thing is at least in my case was when my mom was going through menopause and i was like being a teenager or whatever and i feel like she was going through a certain change in her life and i was going through a certain change in mine and it was just not good energy at all it's just too much because in my opinion really women once you re- reach a certain age you don't need all that estrogen in one house anyway i had to get the fuck out <laughs> because it was just too much estrogen in the air too much <sighs> But again, when she got like her dosages or whatever with that medicine, that medicine was fine. Best thing ever. It was back to normal in the house. But before that, man, it felt like the, the fucking frozen section at Walmart with the foods and the freezer. Listen. Oh, well. I'm sure they, you know, I'm going to have to go through certain things myself, but got to love modern science. <laughs> right, they might have some new shit feel. by the time you hit there. That's what I would tell her. That's what I'm really, you know, hoping for. That's what I'm going to hope for. Ooh, can you imagine her back on the reality TV scene once she had his baby? <laughs> she will be like... Kalina on this week's episode of Love and Hip Hop. I feel and I so got a baby on my titty. Excuse me. <laughs> I got a baby on my titty. Y'all, that that who low key probably got some postpartum. I ain't trying to be funny and make light out of her situation, but she may want to fall back from reality television and get her shit together. Can we talk about like I wasn't gonna watch Love and Hip Hop this season because I it was just stupid. But for some reason, Young Jock. And his situation. Young Jock has saved. Young Jock and Ernest have single-handedly saved Love Hip Hop Atlanta, at least for me. And Kalina throws it in there too. I don't know why that bitch has me dying laughing. You're laughing because you're mean. Because <laughs> you're laughing because you're mean. Because Kalina really going through it. That may be like the only true authentic. <laughs> Story I'm, 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 it show. just tickles me like when i see somebody really going through it it i guess that is very fucked up of me to say it's you're entertaining i'm bitch. not laughing at her it's just, it's like, you're it's laughing with stupid. her but she's not laughing so you're laughing at her <laughs> i mean it is what it is i've laughed at people in worse situations but uh <laughs> i just feel so bad for her it is just tickles you don't me. feel too bad if you laugh I put all my money into this damn club. Like, girl, and she just. <laughs> Man, that club was so dead. I was like, this the best y'all can do in Atlanta? Let me tell you something. Niggas in Atlanta will show up for the opening of a bag of Doritos. So, you mean to tell me y'all couldn't pack more bodies in that video? Do you remember that bitch in a peacoat at Stevie J's opening last season? <laughs> Who just ran Y'all had the. The boss bitch, the Puerto Rican princess doing a live performance and y'all could only get like 45 people in there? Really? <laughs> Prima Dama waist shaping program showing had more people at it. You had more of a production too. 
Free I just feel so Madonna. bad for Kalita. She was just like, well, shit, Rashida, can I count on you to perform one week? Like, she just going through it so much. Pre-Madonna. Pre-Madonna. <laughs> really, bitch? Why would you spell it like that? I hate you guys. <laughs> and ain't shit tamed about... What is it trained about her damn ways? See what happens when you invest your money. Uh, <sighs> anyway, yeah. Back to Young Jock and his baby oh mamas. Oh my god! Let me tell you something. Young Jock can keep that fucking music. I don't want to hear any of it, <laughs> nigga. Stay on reality television, though. You're great. You can keep your music. I don't. Young Jock and Lil Scrappy, please, Rashida, please, <laughs> keep that shit. But young Jock, don't you ever leave my life? Because when I tell you when this nigga crack up and laugh, like I feel like that is one of the most real reactions you can have to the shit that they pull on that show. I feel like that's like watching myself. If I was on a reality show, like I would break out and laugh at the ridiculous shit. Like he's he, always he, laughing at somebody. Remember when he laughed he at Carly, Carly Red? Red. He was just oh. laughing her face. It make her even more pissed off. <laughs> That's how I am. That is some B shit all day long. Like, I'm goofy. I'm just gonna crack up. Listen, that scene with him and all his baby mamas and Khadijah, I watched that like 10 times. Especially his wife. I was gonna say, you know your girl, Alex. That's her name, right? Alex, mother love. I'm still the, the wife. Girl. And you're he bragging has four because... baby mama and eight kids, and you're walking into this. I'd be like, you're a dumb bitch. Like, who are you? And she probably proposed to that nigga. <laughs> he probably married her for like a tax credit or something. Like, it's a reasoning behind it. Also, he don't have to pay her child support. Like, he didn't marry her out of love. Married her out of convenience and good chicken. She probably has houses paid for something. Yeah. When Khadijah was whooping him with that belt, I laughed so fucking hard. I missed that episode. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. But the latest episode had me rolling. Just because it's just like when a nigga said I'd have nowhere to go, so I fell asleep at the gas station. (laughs) That is why I'm just like, what? How? See? Y'all got fifteen, twenty dollars for extended stay. <sighs> Every time she break down and cry and loses her breath while crying, I laugh. It's so funny fucking because it's fake. Bitch, you doing all that crying, not a single tear has dropped. And I put oh my God <laughs> into this and I'm so tired. Girl, she sound like Miss Sophia crying in a damn cell. Like, girl, shut the hell up. When she was throwing that nigga shit off the balcony, he threw his shoe back at her. I laughed. It was so so funny. It was like that scene on um, Wait to Excel. No, I put that up. No, have a fruit bowl, bitch. (laughs) No, it looked like more that scene from You Should Have Told Me video when she was throwing that fucking treadmill off the damn balcony. Oh my god. <sighs> all these fake ass tears they ain't even no real tears girl and even if you was crying for real like my mom used to tell me when I was little and tears don't move me <laughs> my mom used to kill that when I was like in preschool I couldn't get and tears don't move me so Khadijah tears don't move me 
Who in her fucking confessional outfit, that yellow them ass dress titties. with titties them and that titties. wig? And that wig, girl, you talking about investing this, investing that, investing your goddamn self. But you know what? If you go on her Instagram, she's she stepped it up. But I'm mad that, you know, it took this long. Atlanta is full of stylists. Hairstylists, hairstylists wig makeup artists. Makeup people, just whole ass glam teams everywhere. <sighs> so the fact that you around here looking like a Flavor of Love season one contestant. He didn't call. He didn't come home last night. So I called the first 24 hour locksmith and changed the lock to my door. Mm hmm. Girl, shut your Miss Piggly ass the fuck up. She's so irksome. Somebody on in the comment section on Mr. World Premier called her Fat Nivia. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I, Nivea wasn't going through them problems. Don't do Nivea. No, they're saying she looks like Nivea to them. Um, do, I don't know who be like, more In one or two pictures, I was on her Instagram. I was like, okay, maybe. But I really don't see it. She don't give me Nivea. She gives me Rogue Poly Teletubbies. Yeah, she don't give me nobody things. <laughs> She gives me R&D diva tees. No, she gives me UPN diva tees. Like, she don't give me nobody famous. She thought she'd be like Countess Vine's cousin or something, but that's about it. Right. Like, the Countess. The Shekinah to Countess. Yes. Yeah. She could definitely be a sidekick. Can we talk about this proposal in this church setting? I, I deserve, I deserve love. Child, first of all, I don't think <laughs> that shit was in the morning or whatever. It that had to be like after Wednesday night Bible study. No, somebody posted the email, like the email blast, where it was like, "We're looking for extras to film a church scene for Loving Hip Hop Atlanta." It's un- it's an unpaying gig. Because I was like, when they first came into the church, it seemed like it was light outside or whatever. And then as like the scenes went on and progressed, I was looking at the windows. I'm like, man, it's like nighttime out there. So what the hell? And she was like, yes, Sunday morning service is so important. 3 a.m. service? Girl. Because I know somebody can be like, well, actually, you know, you can go to church when the sun up. And she ain't say that shit. She said Sunday morning, bitch. Why did the choir know I deserve though? That's what had me cracking up. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> this is a production. Love and hip hop ain't nothing but a bad telenovela or whatever it's called. Like that seemed like it was straight out of a f- movie that comes on BET on Sundays. And Ernest had on all that damn white, looking like Tupac. And I ain't mad at your video. Ernest is a cute little man for her though. Man, I guess. I love Ernest though. It's something sincere about him. Like he really don't know what the fuck he signed himself up for. <laughs> and I like people like that. He got that green first season thing about him. Right. I mean the nigga has been locked up. It ain't like he's hip to shit. <laughs> if we gonna be one hundred about the situation. Oh my god. Just like when Boosie got out, he didn't know what a fucking selfie was. <laughs> 
But he definitely <laughs> took one wild talking about FaceTime. He was like, now they got the thing. You can see the girl looking at... I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you got to love that, though. That's Listen, crazy. Because the best world did finna, change. Yes, my mama's best friend finna get out. And he been locked up since 2005. So I can only imagine the culture Listen. shock he about to have. One of my family friends just recently got out of prison, like maybe like last year. And mm-hmm. he had been in prison since I was a little girl. Oh, we talking I about like, George W. Bush Sr. was president. Yes. <laughs> and so I was like, oh my God. The world has drastically changed, I feel like, in the last 10 years. Yeah. So, for this nigga to be coming home. <sighs> but he's been, you know. He transitioned a lot better than I thought he was. I just knew he was going to just get into all kinds of trouble and whatever else because it would just be too much. But he's been doing good. But back to Love and Hip Hop, Atlanta. Shaking my head. And can we please talk about my girl, Deb Antney? Let me tell you something. I go up for Deb. Me too. Deb is the real life version of the wise tree from Fraggle Rock. Like, <laughs> you know, all like the Fraggles and the other little people like I have issues reference. and problems, and they would need some advice. And the Bush would be like, "Bitch, you need to do X, Y, Z." Yes. Goodbye. That's Deb. Deb is the wise Bush from Fraggle Rock. You know, they said Deb ran up on um, Bucky, Shay Johnson. I can believe it. Oh, at what? Tammy's bridal shower. Um, apparently, Bucky didn't have no car the first season. She was on Love and Hip Hop, so she <laughs> borrowed one of Deb's cars and totaled it and never paid her for it. And Deb ran up on her like wow. some bitch, run me my money. Now, we all know, if you are familiar with Deb Annie, <laughs> she has no problem running up on somebody or putting you on notice on site ain't right if you don't know her backstory please do your googles she is ttt ttg train to go listen dead might put a nigga on a t-shirt when she had that um quick weave (laughs) and it had like a snow cone with all them colors in the front yes baby i watched that like at least three or four times a week. Like that's the shit that should be on somebody interlude or in a song <laughs> in the middle of it or whatever. Fuck Diddy, Diddy talking about people cockroaches and whatever else. Have Deb on there. You broke bitch. Like she was you broke off. dick nigga. Gonna you assassinate my character. <laughs> she was talking that cash money shit. Who else you know got unsigned niggas getting sixty, seventy thousand k a show off a of fucking handshake? The principal go off, Deb. <laughs> you broke bitch. You broke bitch. <laughs> and now, uh, you know, Julia Berry, that's my homegirl, but she snapped on her. <laughs> so before y'all go be some run tell that niggas, hey. <clears throat> I even told her she got snapped on or whatever and that shit happened. We was in the email thread. But anyway. <laughs> oh shit God. happens. That's hilarious. Deb needs her own fix your life. Fix this shit. Right. <laughs> Deb, fix this shit. But she helps out all of the the flops in hip hop 
or people just like on the rise. No. Not Could even you really see on the her? rise. Could you see her fixing the cash money, young money shit? Deb would get Birdman the fuck up out of here. She had a nigga crying. <laughs> Let me tell you something, nigga. Again, going back to that, it's a certain way black mamas talk to their sons. <laughs> and I feel like people fuck with Deb because she treats you like you're her child or whatever. She be sunning these niggas, literally. Her and Birdman probably like a smooth two years apart. But she would probably sun the fuck out of that nigga. <laughs> Let me tell you something, nigga. Look at your little boy. You need to do right. You out here getting everybody fucked up. Had BG strung out on heroin. Had Juvenile doing songs for niggas that wasn't worthy of his presence. Turk was locked up all that time. You ain't put nothing on his books. Wayne out here. He don't know what the fuck he want to do. Man, somebody on Twitter roasted the fuck out of Lil Wayne. With last really? time I was on there, they was like... <laughs> A couple years ago, when Lil Wayne to be on a song, and you hear that fire flicker on, you mm-hmm. would get excited about his verse. Now you hear that shit, you be ready to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. That's true. You should just hear. Right. There you go. Do it oh, again. Bitch, I was... <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll take, like, he'll inhale. <clears throat> get all that cancer in his lungs. And then he'll just say something. I went to the store and whatever he was rapping about. <sighs> Child, this nigga got sober. He got off them drugs, off that shit, off that drink. He was like, Birdman, nigga owe me, me some money. millions. He owe me a lot of millions. That's Birdman shit. Birdman keep their ass doped up or whatever the fuck and just do what he wants to do. Y'all so, let him. If Young Thug is still having dealings with him watch it you know young thug and rich homie said they don't fuck bird man no more they left they said that rich game shit for the birds because <laughs> they probably wasn't getting paid like they should have been kudos yeah. them for getting out that early hell yeah that nigga he like um the dude off of the five heartbeats <laughs> what did they want you know what I'm talking about. Yes. That's Birdman him. is like Jimmy Fox character in Dream Girls. Like he's every bit. Birdman is like Matthew knows. Remember they say he's he stealing is, all Beyonce money? Child. He is like the husband off of Bessie. Another thing that happened where we was taking a break. He like that nigga. Showing up. Well, why Birdman? Why your name on the bus? I thought this is no, see, when they see this, they gonna think this is a man. No, nah, nigga, no. Nah. Exactly. Exactly. He give me some money, though. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I ain't got nothing turned out with my collar, but he don't want me. I got a vagina. He don't want nothing to do with me. Well, you, I do it for the both of us. <laughs> I set this hole out for the both of us. I got this. <laughs> Oh my god. Did you see that little video on Instagram with Young Thug and uh Louis Farrakhan having like a, a meeting in the park somewhere? Yes. I fucking rant. <laughs> That's on the same level as Lou Ross and that Govon girl. Well, Lou Ross the widow. Widow. The world is going to shits and y'all is not looking at these signs. <laughs> 
I know you ain't been on Twitter. Did you see Juvenile is selling fucking used appliances now? It's a decent living. <laughs> it's an honest living. Somebody want a, a pre-owned refrigerator. That cooler unit went out in your refrigerator, huh? Right. Could you imagine Juvenile doing like commercials for um around tax season or whatever? Like how they had Sweet Brown out here cooning. <laughs> Man. Don't nobody got time for back taxes. That's why I go. <laughs> You're working with some tax? Yeah. Your, batch, <laughs> your credit badge? Yeah. Need cash? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't no scamming ass nigga, you understand? Get your refund back in two weeks, you understand? I would die. Juvenile is a legend. I feel like we need to dedicate an episode to him and his lyricism. Like I used to do back in the day when I had my Juvenile Appreciation Day when I would just sit my ass on Twitter and tweet (laughs) Juvenile lyrics for the entire day. Like Those were some of my glorious moments on social media. I go up for Juvie. Listen, Juvenile said so much real nigga shit. Well, real abusive nigga shit. <laughs> and BG2 on them cash money songs. Like, if people really was upset about Rick Ross. Um, <laughs> Putting Molly's and girls drinks and you don't even know it. Right. Y'all would be writing all kind of letters out. The shit BG used to say about fighting bitches and stuff. And juvenile too. My thing is, you hip hop historians, y'all pick and choose who y'all want to pinpoint? <laughs> y'all don't say nothing about all them gay ass lyrics Biggie used to talk about when he was talking about he'd rather fuck RuPaul instead of sticking his dick in his skate. Or when he said his girl was so good, so fine, he suck her daddy dick. Y'all don't bring that up in y'all discussions. Hmm. <laughs> if you really want to go there. Well, listen. All I got to say is, bitch, my mom ain't no hoe. Bitch, my daddy ain't no hoe. <laughs> My brother, why are you trying to play me like a hoe? Juvenile deserves a slot next to all our great African American poets and writers. That's all. Langston Hughes, too. Bye. I ain't no pussy ass nigga. You understand? I'm a rapper, but I'm still a gorilla. You understand? I'll be like a thriller manila. You understand? You're going to make me have to kill me, you nigga. That's the best opening to a rap song you've ever heard in your life. Right. Beat drop. I ain't no pussy ass nigga. (laughs) Flex bomb. Boom. Boom. (laughs) Y'all got a response to that nigga? The fuck? Right. Y'all don't talk about how Juvie watched Jay Z on the High Remix, but that's y'all. I hated the High Remix. I'm like, why did Jay Z get on this shit? He ruins everything. Certain people from New York was like, oh, you got to give Jay Z some credit because he brought that record to da da da. No, the fuck he didn't. (laughs) Y'all knew about Hall before he got his ass on there because they used to play that shit on BET. That was just like, that was like, Jay-Z was the first New York rapper to fuck with Southern people. Was no, he? No, he wasn't. Was he? Y'all gonna, because he fucked with UGK, oh, okay. He needed to hit more than they did, but okay. Like. What is his real name? Sean Carter? He needs to <laughs> buy. I hated that nigga on the hard remix. I thought it was so it was so he was so I think his flow was trash on the I don't know what he was talking about. Like it is what it is. They may have been playing the hard remix in New York or whatever. I don't know. 
the internet wasn't really booming like that back in this in this era or whatever. But I can guarantee you, we was not playing that bullshit down here in the South. It we was were playing hello. the original version. So, it is what it is. Get me wrong. I fuck with Jay-Z. It was when him and Juvenile did what it was, a Snoopy track or whatever, that you know we ride. Like, that oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. That was more his lane. But that, huh? That no. high remix was horrible. T Rash. Man, that whole little cash money, little hot boys era. Like, they did some songs with some people that really, like, it was hot. It was fire. Like, that song they did with Missy. On, um, yeah, um, on that one album she had or whatever with uh, she's a bitch on it. I think that was the album. Whatever the case, I'm not rap genius Twitter. I don't know. I don't fucking walk around with facts in my back pocket. <laughs> but <laughs> I fucking love that song because everybody flow was on point and that shit. BG came on that bitch. I'm that nigga that told that AKBG is what they call me. I be in them projects. I always be with me. You gon' be sorry. I was like, hey, where my gun at? And I was like, 13, 14. <laughs> See, y'all don't want me to go down. You can't resist. Lane. Wasn't that the name of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit. Ugh. I miss them days, man. Where, like, you just get excited about niggas' albums. Like, now nah, I don't care. Like, Niggas come out with videos. I'm just like, I'm not watching this. I haven't watched that Nicki Minaj and Beyonce. Like, I don't even know what the song sounds like. I haven't watched that. Um, bitch, I'm Madonna. I'm Britney. Bitch, whoever she is, <laughs> the old bitch. I I don't care. Like, it's just I don't know if it's because I'm getting old. I don't know if it's because like the world is changing or what. Is it a book I can buy about this? Like, y'all help me. Is it just me? Or is everything just trash now? Like It's not just you. Sometimes I feel like I'm becoming that old ass person that I never wanted to be when I was younger that just hated everything. But the difference is, like, I don't go out my way to hate on nigga shit. Because I really don't. Because in order for you to hate something, you have to be bothered by it. I feel mm-hmm. I'm not bothered by the trash people bake. I'm just not excited about anything. For real, for real. When it comes it's to music. certain people music I get excited about. Like Future. Young Thug got a couple songs I like. Um, Rich Homie Quine got a couple songs that I like. But it must be Southern people. I don't really get excited for like New Yorkers. They was like, Fabulous dropped a new mixtape. Okay, drop it back. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> with me, like, I fuck with everybody. No matter what region you're from. Like, if you make it something dope or whatever, I want to listen to it. I want to hear it. But it's like, it's been a while since I was like really excited about somebody. Like the last person that I was legit excited about for real, for real was Troy Ave. And this was like years ago. Oh, well, they let him have it on Twitter so bad. Yeah, I saw. But that's my nigga. But the thing is, like, I remember I was staying um, at a hotel in L.A. Mm -hmm. And they was playing like somebody at the pool had like the music on where you could hear it or whatever. It wasn't on like the big speaker or whatever, but it was like playing on like a little mini speaker that was connected to their computer. And it was hot because like I've never heard that voice. And then something about the nigga voice is just like, you either gonna like it or you're not gonna like it or whatever. But I immediately liked it. And this was like years ago or whatever. But I was like, yo, who is that? 
He told me it was Troy Apple or whatever. And I immediately jumped on Twitter and like went looking for this nigga. And, and I connected with him and his manager or whatever. It's like, again, long, long, long time ago. And I was like, look, not really the industry all like that. I just want to tell you, you know, keep going or right. whatever. And so like, I love Troy. I got to know him or whatever. And I'm happy for his success or whatever. At the end of the day, the nigga get more money than I am. And all the people that's really talking shit. So not really. The last really nigga I got that. excited for, for real, for real, was YG. Like, that's who I fuck with. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't even shade. It was, <laughs> it was him and it's just like. <laughs> hey, you know how long ago that nigga album came out? So it's like, y'all can step just, it up or. Nah, it's just like. I never wanted to become like a female version of Ebro or whatever his name is from Hot 97. That's just like, this is the golden era of hip hop and this is da 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 da. Like, I can't stand them Uncle Rico ass niggas. Like, okay, it was this way back in the day, but now it's a new era or whatever. But it's like at the same time, ain't nobody really coming out with anything that's all that exciting to me. Or maybe I just don't know about it or whatever. But I'm not going to hate on niggas for trying. Cause at the end of the day, y'all booking shows off this trash. If Jocelyn <laughs> Hernandez can do shows off of Stingy with my cootie cat, like <laughs> go ahead and all your invisible bricks and pounds of weed and whatever else that you got, you rapping about thumbs up or whatever. It's just it's not probably gonna hit my eardrums. Just not excited about music. It's my mini rant. I'm sure there's a bunch of people that feel like me too. I feel like you. I don't really listen to new people. I don't listen to like like new artists or whatever. Like, nah, I just don't care. That's why I said I'm not really excited for the hip hop the hip hop awards, the BET awards. Hey, I'm not excited for the hip hop awards either. I'm not excited about any of this shit. And it used to be such an event. You know. I but I think some of that has to do with my age being thirty. Mm-hmm. And then also being like in the industry for as long as I was, it makes you jaded because you're not looking at it from the viewpoint of like, oh, this is great, this is entertaining. Da, da, da. Like once you know like the politics and people behind the scenes and how people really act or whatever, I don't care what anybody says. Like excuse your perception of that shit. <sighs> what was beef? Whatever. BET Awards, though. Two thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of two thumbs down, I know you saw the last episode of Blood, Sweat, and Heels. Oh, man. That's my show. I'm going to miss it. Um, first thing first. <laughs> that whole situation at Demetria's book event thingy, like, I'm never going to be Team Greg, Team Demetria, like all the way for real, for real. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the man did anything wrong because if you've ever put on a, an event or even had like a party or whatever, like you know all the planning and things that it you put into it or whatever. So somebody comes and disrespects your event or whatever, get them niggas the fuck up out of there. I don't think he did anything wrong. I don't think he was acting like a bitch nigga or whatever the fuck. He gave her a warning. He was like, can you shush? Because they know bitch. how they act. Like, And he was like, look, you're bi. She ain't got to go nowhere. Bitch, you ain't buying no book. You can go too. That shit didn't even 
attended the event or whatever. Like, for real. Like, it's certain things that I will never go to because I don't know. Like, I know I don't have the patience for it. I don't want to mm-hmm. sit there and listen to it. Like, I don't go like to a lot of paddles and whatever else, conferences and all that kind of stuff. It's not for me. Like, period. All that networking and shit, like, nah. <laughs> Talking to random ass people. Like, I just, you know, I'm a people person. I do love to talk and I have a mouth on me, but like, it's just, that's not my thing. So mm-hmm. you got to pick your poison, pick your battles or whatever. They could say they ass home. You don't go to someone's event and just disrespect it just like they did. That was whack as hell. <sighs> and then Geneva, I just, your Twitter sister got to go. I'm Listen, sorry. This is the thing. I don't think she's walking in her truth. <laughs> that's that's a good way of putting it, right? That's a very politically correct, nice way of putting it. I don't think she's walking in her truth because I think it's a lot of shit that's just not checking out. Like that whole story even about being evicted and well not being evicted, excuse me, but not having your lease renewed or whatever she was saying or whatever. It just didn't check out with me. Like I'm not saying that it was far fetched or whatever, but I wasn't buying it. And then she started having all these run-ins and whatever else like girl if you ain't got it you ain't got it like we was talking about earlier that freelance life ain't for everybody it's not that is a hard like you really gotta be a hustler you gotta be a hustler ass nigga and then you in new york like you can freelance or whatever and be straight in the south right and i'm speaking from experience or whatever the couple months i was a freelance writer until I started just focusing on my own thing. Because I was just like, y'all can have this shit. <laughs> Chasing checks and doing whatever. It, was just, it just wasn't for me. But, oh my God. That freelance life ain't nothing nice. Like, I, I know a handful of people who doing their thing or whatever. And they just, it's too much check chasing involved. Or like, you get paid whenever. No, I need my money now. Right. Like that and commercial. I just feel like- <laughs> it's my money and I want it now. Like that's why it just wasn't for me. Call AG Vince or A77 Cash Now. <laughs> like that freelance life was not for me. Well, I I say that to say like if you're just gonna depend on it, like as your like only like kind of income or your whatever. Source. Yeah, like that's gonna be your base source or whatever. Hell no. But like Freelancer can definitely be a foot in the door and a way to advance and meet people and do whatever because it was for me mm-hmm. during the time I was uh, doing whatever with Double XL. But then again, like I tell, even like the clients I coach with or whatever, you have to be real realistic about the situation. Like we was getting paid good during like 2005, 2006, like. That whole Elliot Wilson era shouts out to my nigga. He looked out. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all wonder why so many people show Elliot love. But um it's a different game or whatever. Like, people not getting paid like that. Like, for real, for real. Because it's just 
so many writers and everybody's doing content and da, 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 da. like I'm not saying people are getting paid pennies, but I know in comparison to what we were getting paid and like for the amount of work we was doing, like if you stack that up against like how it is today, should be getting away with murder. Especially like with me having a column or whatever that I was supposed to do every weekday or whatever. I was doing that shit about as much as we do this podcast. <laughs> Cause you know I'm a nigga, and I was even more of a nigga back in them days. Cause I was like 20, 21 or whatever, and I really didn't, you know, you live and learn or whatever. But Elliot still looked out for me and whatever put me on. So I'm just like, how the hell do you make it? Like in New York, and she is so dumb. I feel like if she was really living her truth. And was like, I'm out here struggling. Number one, you would get more camera time. You would get more viewership. Like you would get more a connection. You, you get know what more I'm support because more people are struggling and that's living good or whatever. Something is obviously going wrong. Well, I'm not gonna say it's wrong because like your bedroom is two steps away from your kitchen. Because like I have been apartments in New York and them joints is small, but ain't that damn small. Right. I don't know, but let me not count somebody else's money in their pocket or whatever else like that. I'm just saying, if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. We all have hit hard times or, like, whatever. It builds character. You move on. You learn your lessons. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. It's no shame in it. So but why you not don't just go around dodging cab fares and busting bitches <laughs> right. with fucking ice buckets over their heads and getting strangled by seatbelts? And then, like, something, I want to say, did something happen last season or maybe, I don't know, with some money? I don't know. I got plenty of people that I know in my life who don't have the most money in the world. And that doesn't take away from me liking them at all. Or mm-hmm. us being friends or whatever. Like, you got to walk in your truth. You got to know what's going to work, what's not going to work. Or whatever. And- Hello? Daisy was definitely really from. She was talking about, I'm in so much debt. You know, she wasn't out here faking a funk talking about, oh, cancer didn't do nothing to my bank account. She already said if she didn't have Obamacare, she would have been bankrupt. Just be real. Like, it ain't nothing wrong. Like, you ain't got a lot of kick it. Hello. Especially, like, if you did with people like myself who grew up with, like, next to nothing or whatever, you definitely don't have to lie to me <laughs> at all. Because the thing about it is, we see through that shit what you're trying to do. <laughs> and it ain't And girls, just fucking blood, sweat, kneels. Look at your competition. And the thing about New York is, like, everybody on their grind hustle or whatever, it's like, I have yet to meet one person from New York that just has, like, one job or one thing that they do. Like, they can have, like, a main situation, but they're doing something else. They're, like, you know, trying to kick this off or launch this or, like, use whatever connections and they don't have no choice. That $1,300 a month rent. Oh, $1,300. That's cheap in New York. That shit. Bye. Bye. You know what I can do with that here in St. Louis or you anywhere know. else under the South? Bye. Man, let me tell you. $1,300 is my rent, my car note, my car insurance, my light bill, my cable bill, and my right. phone bill. Because I was thinking for a little second. I was like, yeah, I'm moving to New York. You know, I got a bunch of contacts and. Yeah, I can figure that out. Man, I started looking at them apartments. <laughs> that was me. 
I was like, y'all pay what for the live fair? I'm living in the South. Yeah, we got to deal with racism. But, but we have backyard shit everywhere nowadays. Washer and dryer and units in our apartment. Hello? It's just certain <laughs> luxuries I'm used to that I I'll never live in New York. I might come to visit. Yeah. I ain't built for it. I ain't, I ain't built for right. subways. I ain't built for nothing. I will live in LA before I live in New York. I was gonna move to LA. And I still still might move to LA. I fuck with LA. I love LA. New York, I love to visit. Can't live that shot. I can't do it. I cannot do it. At least for, I feel like in LA, you can pay whatever, but you it's worth it. Yeah, and everybody I, can... I know in LA, New York, all y'all talk about is wanting to move out of New York. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, people I talk to, they seem cool with it or whatever like that. But let me say this, like, on one of my visits to LA, when Nicole, which is Nicole Bitchy, was living out there, and I went to her house, mm. I'm like, bitch, can I be your neighbor? Can I can I come stay out here? Like I loved it, and it was like in a perfect location, or whatever. Like I don't want to say too much, try to give away to what girl was living at or whatever, but like it was dope. And then uh, you know I I went and and did my own research or whatever, and met with the people mm-hmm. and all that. I was like, yeah, this is worth it. You know what I mean? Y'all got all these great ass amenities and <laughs> perfect spot or whatever. Like this is worth it. And it was just like what I would have been paying for that space versus New York like that shit would have been like a closet or somewhere and I had to walk up like 12 flights of stairs like <laughs> when I went to see my homeboy Raheem for the first time in his apartment in Harlem I'm just so used to you know in the south elevators or you only like on two levels that's it this nigga stayed on like the fifth floor and mm-hmm. I had to walk up them stairs this when I was good excuse me good and chunky by the time I got to that nigga, I was about to die. I was like, oh my God, please. Raheem. And it's something about a New York flight ain't the same as a down south It's flight. not. I felt like I was on like, what's the name of that show that used to come on Nickelodeon with the kids running through the them tunnels? The Temple shit? Show? Yes. Like, am I going to see Raheem or is this really like a secret episode of Double Dare? Oh my God. Oh God. My heart was pounding out my chest. I had felt like Jim Carrey on the mask. Like when Felicia Rashad was running down the steps off of Color Girls and got out of breath running down the steps and just like, fuck it. Exactly. <laughs> By the time I hit that third flight, I was like, you know what? Do I really love Raheem this much to go fuck with my boy? Or can I just text this one in and just make up a lie and say, yeah, I came, but it wasn't nobody here. Then nobody buzzed me in. But you know, I couldn't have got away with that because he did buzz me in. Damn. <laughs> Struggle. But back, back to uh, blood, sweat, and heels. Janice, Chas, she needs to be worried about how, why they let her film her smuggled up with that damn seatbelt. I laughed <laughs> so damn hard. <laughs> Them buttons was like, oh my God, on that blouse. No one she was so fucking cranky calling everybody a bitch. She couldn't breathe. Man, listen. She wouldn't have made it around my mama. mama my mama keeps some safety pins for situations <laughs> like that. For people like her. And I say that with love. She's like, mm-mm, come here real quick. 
Let me let me go ahead and put this right here. Let me swing this bit around like that. Get you together, cause I was like, oh my god, them that space was gapped open. <sighs> we ain't supposed to know irks. what color bra you got on. She irks. Like I said, man, she one of them people where the shirt it fits where she stands up, but then when she sit down, poop 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 poop. <laughs> Clothing options aside, <laughs> wardrobe aside, like. The whole it's just something about her this season at least like it's I, I can't I don't feel like she's walking her truth like girl if you gotta go get you a regular degla job and do all this freelancing so you can be straight do you gotta do what you gotta do who cares like ain't nobody just you. and you in New York if anything everybody understands because when I tell you like all my people in New York that I fuck with for real for real all them niggas got like five jobs. And I'd be like, man, bro, you making, you living good. You making cake or whatever. Like, nah, I got to pay my damn rent. <laughs> damn. Right. You think Geneva wrote, I mean, not Geneva. Demetria wrote that book for her health. She don't eat off the blog in so many ways. Like, now she hustles too. Like she does like a lot of contributing and writing and editing. Like if you like, well, been a writer and part of this community or whatever, like you been knowing who Demetria was for years so she getting it like if that show is supposed to like showcase hustling and trying to make it in New York or whatever and all that good stuff like she definitely personifies that I'll give her that like I I may think she do some fuck shit personally <laughs> or whatever but I I'll never you know try to take away anything from her career achievements and accomplishments accomplishments because the woman does work hard or whatever yeah do i like the way that she did my homegirl michael fuck no i'm going to happy hour with michael before i go with demetria but thumbs up to her for doing her thing <sighs> and back to michael 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 you my nigga <laughs> Then he laid out in all them confessionals. That it is so funny. Because that's exactly what I would do if I was on a reality show. She is like the grown-ass version of Riley Curry. That is going to be Riley when she grows up, people. Micah is everything. Um, she just needs to leave that one wig alone. And that's her only flaw. Yeah. Wigs. Just me and you was having this conversation wigs aren't for everybody like some of our light skin cousins y'all can wear some wigs but you gotta know your color range baby you can't do these ones and one b's and things Mm-mm. like that you need do the you a 30, dark strawberry you need the 33s the 27s See, the I don't 30 even know about all maybe colors because i'm brown so i stick to my one one b killing it may do you know the occasional streaks or whatever because Go all that looks it. great up against all this brown chocolate I, I stay in my lane uh so I'm gonna need for her to do the same thing and I feel like certain wigs adds age to people and I they ain't look- trying to be funny but like the wig Daisy used to wear last season or whatever added age mm-hmm. this season flawless dashed every wig looked good and she looks like her real age, I feel like. First season, they had looked like Mama them. 
y'all can say I'm being mean or whatever you want to, but I'm just being real. If you listen to the old episodes or that, we were talking the same shit. That's so. true. I go up for all her new wigs, though. They are everything. But our voice is going up for Daisy as a person. Like, I love wigs. her personality. Her personality is great. Like, I think she has a, a, a great spirit. And you need people like that. Her and oh, Micah. Mm-hmm. Micah's a good friend. You can tell they're, they're real genuine friends. And that's such, like, a rare thing to come across, especially on reality television. Like, that's why I was rolling my eyes so much with that Geneva, Demetria, Undivided, And Melissa whatever. stuff. Oh. Yeah, because, like, again, never going to be the president of the Demetria fan club. But I feel like she was more of a friend to Geneva than Geneva was to her because... She never talked bad about the girl or whatever. She was like, you know, we'll deal with it. We'll fix it. And they did. Geneva went flying off at the mouth, whatever. And, like, I can understand she was hurt or whatever. But some shit you just got to keep to yourself until you can talk to that person. You don't go and dog whoever out to the next bitch or whatever. That's why Afghan Hound got her (laughs) ass in the mix. And I knew that was going to happen because she was listening like too closely while she was driving. Mm-hmm. That bitch was paying no attention to the road. Because like if she wouldn't have gone back or whatever, like I'm pretty sure Jadifa would have eventually came to Demetria and was like, yo, I said X, Y, and Z about great when I was mad to whoever or whatever before the show. Because like she did it with the cameras or whatever that's so she would have found out anyway. But Child, I don't know. I don't do these <laughs> fake-ass friendships. So I don't know what's the protocol. It's like, I I've never... Like... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, I've never, like, fallen out with anybody. Like, or, like, have, like, screaming matches. So it's like, even watching Mimi scream and be all up in Arion face on Love & Hip Hop... That's not me. That's so foreign to me because I'm like, I've never been mad or upset with anybody that I call my friend. Like, they may have done something I thought was stupid and dumb. Shit, everybody do stuff that's stupid and dumb to me. I talk shit in my head all the time. But <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I'm screaming and whatever else, nah. <sighs> See, that's, that's a mix between bad scripts, being on coke, And being a bum bitch, and I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm really telling the truth, but anyway, um, yeah, I'm just I ain't with that fake friendship shit. And I don't think Geneva was being a as good of a friend to Demetria as she was to her. She's not a fucking cool. victim, girl. Bye. I get not so cool. tired of Geneva. I don't like Melissa Ford either. I was gonna say you get her and her eyebrows the fuck up out of here. Bye. You deserve to get knocked in your fucking head with that ice bucket. I'm sorry. My career is over. Oh, okay. What career? <laughs> Listen, I like Melissa Ford better when she was doing panels on BET with David Banner talking about the state <laughs> of video vixens. Like, that's not going to take you seriously a little well, bit. Well, she used to defend it, and Nelly used to be on there defending 
I can swipe a credit card down a stripper ass on a video if I want to. That doesn't neglect back to slavery. Oh, okay. <gasps> my face, my cr- And tell her what else she said. No, All of them can go. They can- Melissa, you are giving me social climber tease. Like, again, going back to what I was saying earlier, everybody know Demetria in the industry or whatever. If you are going to kiss somebody ass on the show, that's the ass you should be kissing. So, you're giving mm-hmm. me social climber tease. You're like you're sucking up, boo-boo, to get in that spot for whatever reason. Girl, what did you do? Is you selling real estate? Is you on broad? If you are, are you, you on off Broadway? But again, Hello? going back, you gotta have hustles. With I ain't mad at her about that. But that whole my career, I mean, yeah, I can kind of. And she's dealing with like high profile clients, and they expect you to look a certain type of way and whatever else. Okay, maybe. But I mean, it's Melissa Ford we talking about. I ain't seen it for her ass since <laughs> Buffy the Body called her out when they had did that King Magazine um cover with her, Maya, and somebody else, two other people, I think. And Buffy the Body had said she was stank. So ever since then, I'm a roll with Buffy. I believe it. I believe Buffy. Damn it. So ever since then, I was like, mm, something about her. I don't know about. And then... um. I've been around Melissa for a couple of times. Was it pleasant? It was okay. It was it was real fake. Um, because like one of the moments that stick out the most, we was at a party in LA that Vibe did. And mm-hmm. she was just being extra. And I think like she was being extra because like she was in Takara section and everybody like knows Takara and like Takara's a real life sweetheart or whatever. Like people go up for Takara. Ain't nobody was going up for Melissa Ford. They was like, oh, girl, bye. Hey, Sakara. And so she was just like walking back and forth the whole time and just being like, yeah. And so what do you do? Oh, my God, I love it. Like, girl. Girl, go back to fucking You get your ass out of my face. Let me eat these free <laughs> chicken wings in peace. Because I'm all about the complimentary uh, food. Like, if I ain't going to an event or whatever, I'm going to eat, drink, and be buried. <laughs> And that's what the fuck I did. And walk with my little, uh, walk away with my gift bag or whatever. Those were definitely in my early days <laughs> of um, being on the scene or whatever. So I was soaking it all up. And when I say soaking it up, I mean free liquor and chicken. So if you ain't coming over with no plate, gone. Well, you know what show I watch that you probably haven't seen? Have you seen Cutting It in ATL? I tried to watch a, like the first episode or whatever. It was too much for me. But I Girl, respect it hustle. Is, it is so funny. I, I guess I need to go look at it. You need to Ben's watch it. Like they be straight. They straight had a legit like banging, scrapping fight in a restaurant. See, like between fifty dollar weeds getting her shot broken into three times and them stealing all the bundles that had me dying laughing. See. <laughs> Again, the African girl keep calling that girl a dickhead. That had me laughing. I guess I need to go back and look at it. But it's, the thing is, it's like I don't want to see bitches fighting other bitches all the time. Like I tried to look at Married to Medicine, and it was literally like bitches <sighs> bitching about other bitches. Like <laughs> Married to Medicine is so draining. I'm so over like 
women arguing with each other on reality television. Like, you don't see these niggas doing stuff like that. Like, if anything, you see, like, Young Jock, Kirk, and all the niggas get together at Top Golf and laugh at each other for having kids <laughs> by the dozens and, like, you know, whatever else like that. But, like, I'm over all that drama or whatever. I can't. It ain't even a fighting that entertains me. It's just all the floppiness. Like the African chick, it was her, um, her and her husband tenth or something anniversary. She wrote him a song, and she sung it like live in a restaurant. And she was like, "Girl, she was talking about it was so good. It makes you want to come inside of me." And he was looking like, "Yes." And he just looked at her like, "I am so embarrassed." Child. I ain't got nothing to say about that. <laughs> it's too early in the morning. It is 8.37 a.m. on a Wednesday. I can't. I'm, I'm not processing that right now. According to the cl- the counter, we've been at this for an hour and 58 minutes. I can't. <laughs> it's too early. But that's the only show. I, I don't watch TV for real no more. I can honestly say that. I don't watch television for real, for real. Like, I watch enough so we can have conversations and cover them or whatever. But if it was up to me, like I'm all about downloading new apps. Like I've been getting these apps, these fonts, and I've been back right. Reading. I'm trying to boost my productivity. Like I can't be bothered like with this nigga shit. I'm gonna need for everybody to understand, like, people think that we are like turnt all the time and that we are like super crunk or whatever. We are two of the biggest nerds. Hello. We stay sending each other ebooks and white sheets. On Hello, re- on studies and research. Girl, and I got this plug this? on these new fonts. Hello, <laughs> right? Did you watch this uh, TED Talks and blah blah blah? Like we watch it like that. So that's what we really go up for, for real, y'all. Like two of the biggest geek y'all gonna meet ever. So this is really a chore. So when people just get all like This is community service Right why y'all don't record We love y'all but oh my god This shit (laughs) I really feel like I Just wasting brain cells Or whatever that's why I don't watch like the Bratstons or whatever else Like I can't Like if I really like Want to get into some real reality shows Or whatever and that I Come to enjoy that I get into is like property brothers on HGTV. Like I want to see how they gonna turn this ugly ass house into like some jet <laughs> shit. Like that's what I care about. Or like American greed. Like I love looking at shit like that. But like I said, the only thing I watch faithfully is Young and the Restless. I've been saying that since the first podcast. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sticking to that. I still watch it every day. You definitely say yeah. I'm up here watching my stories. I I definitely do. I can't. And speaking of like television and all that kind of stuff, Orange is New Black is is not giving my life. But I'm I'm not like done with the season yet. I'm like on episode six or seven or something like that. Five, six or seven. I don't know. But it's like the only episode I went up for. Did you see the one? Did they show you the one with Chunks? Backstory. That is the one I haven't finished watching that episode. I don't think, but like, yeah, I like that episode. 
the first one was good. The first one made that me one tugging my little harshly. But they wrote off all the major characters because them niggas got real jobs now. <laughs> Listen, I low key want them. Like I wish V was still around because V kept it interesting. V was like literally the Fifty Cent of Litchfield. Remember when Fifty Cent was like putting like Beanie Siegel up against Jay Z and just being yes. like putting a battery in everybody back and then just watching them explode or whatever. Yes, like that's V all day long, and I loved it. So now it was just like, ooh, y'all get along? Who cares? Y'all sewing panties and stuff like. <laughs> I still go up for Big Cindy though. Which one is that? Cindy Black Cindy. T- Black Cindy. I mean Big Cindy. My bad. I go up for Black Cindy. Black Cindy. Black Cindy works for me sometimes, but sometimes Black Cindy gives me coon. <laughs> but hey, the same could be said about myself. So you never know. Tomato, but besides tomato. that, <laughs> I didn't. I watched it only because I was doing hair, so it's not like I had anything else to do. It's just, it's something just not clicking. I just want Tasty and Pussy to fucking get fuck, it over it. Go and fuck that nigga, get it over with in the words of future. And like, maybe that's what's missing for me. Um, See, I don't want to ask what happens. But I, cause I want to ask. You can ask about, if you want to. I want to ask about the boyfriend. The dude that was in American Pie, but oh, he's um, gone. He's gone. See, wow. <laughs> they wrote they wrote him out. They wrote Piper's best friend out. They wrote they wrote out a lot of people. They wrote. I wanted to know what was going on. And let me tell you something: diarrhea, dying, whatever her name is this pregnancy. This got to be pregnant. She is so draining. She it. Look, I go up for her on Instagram, but she could get her ass off the show. Because I don't know if she's really acting or if that's really how she acts and we just don't know her like that to establish a difference. I don't see it. Girl, you so draining. You made that nigga leave the show. Like, Officer Bitter is gone. Fuck this check. Nigga, I'm going to How to Get Away with a Quick Weed. Them checks better. <laughs> it's just... She is so draining. And, like, I don't get her character at all. It's like, She's so I, pointless. She doesn't bring <laughs> nothing to the show but draining. It's just like, girl, are you slow? Is she really slow? Or is she just like... Hmm. I mean, she gets a... Well, the mama gets a... Ep, you know, like the mama gets a backstory episode. But it doesn't add to it. It doesn't show why Dre is so fucking stupid. It just shows more like the mama just... It's just like... Life. I understand that she is like... The total opposite of her mom, and she was like the loving one, her brothers and sisters, and blah blah blah. That I like about her character, but the rest of this shit, girl, is you slow? <laughs> like I really want to know, like, are you the child that was left behind? What's going on? I don't. Cause she always just like, yeah. Like I feel like she talks like just so monotone. Like, yeah. Do you want this or that? Shh. She's so annoying. Remember last season they was making the newspaper and then she was asking like stupid questions. Like, she... But you know what? Wasn't she like drawing little comic characters and shit? She definitely acts like those kids in school. So I get it. But I just want to know is this really how you act in real life? Because you do this a little Can we well get an inside the actor studio on you so we can see? <laughs> right. 
a, a three minute segment because that's all I got to give you. Oh, come on now. Mm-mm. She's just, yeah. Orange is New Black is not working for me. I was so excited. When they put that episode out, well, the season out early, I was like, yes. Now I can sit at home and not be shit all weekend. And I had fried my chicken wings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rub hands like Birdman. I know what I'm about to be doing. Yeah, I got like three or four episodes, and I was like, nah. Nope. And I think like, was the playoffs still on at this point? Or they the was. Or whatever? It was like, like the last man. game of the finals was the same night the first episode dropped. I was just like, man, fuck this. <laughs> I'm about to watch <laughs> basketball. Don't look at this. Like, I was really just not feeling it or whatever. I'm going to give it another try. Though. Well, when you do finish, let me know because it is some things I know we're going to laugh at. Like, cause it's some ain't shit ass shit gonna happen. Okay, well, good. One thing I can say about it is like I can appreciate the writing, um, of the show. Certain dialogue, like the characters have with each other, like that's how real conversation goes. Another person that they can get up out of here, the girl that runs track, that's just like, yeah, I'm super black. What girl? She irks. Oh my god, she can go. That's draining Twitter right there. Don't be talking about Bay. Bay ain't no white girl. You get your ass. She can go. She can go. That's why that nigga made her catch that charge. (laughs) (laughs) She caught that dope charge or whatever charge they had. I forget. I'm mad they wrote out Nikki. She was one of my favorites. Who was Nikki? The meth head. The hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said this bitch must have got a good shit. I love her. Like, she was like the white me. <laughs> so now I guess I got to go for Penaseki and Bo. I guess that's my. Ugh. But it's I can only get him so much. I'm not. I guess they're trying to, like, maybe next season's their last season. What's, um. Damn. What's Laverne Cox character name? Um, Laverne Cox is just Laverne Cox to me. <laughs> I don't see characters I really forgot oh well I mean they showed her backstory and it was interesting or whatever but I don't feel like she gets enough time like I don't know she gets some stuff in the er- later episodes that's okay, why I told you I was gonna watch. say, I'm just like girl why are you here like I, I understand <laughs> but it's like they're not gonna be giving you what you need don't become diarrhea on this show Diorama. <laughs> Diagram. Diaphragm. I hate her. <laughs> I just don't see it for her. I'm sorry, y'all. Like I again, I go up for her like in real life on Instagram because I think like she's sweet and she like loves her fans and I love people like that because there's so many other motherfuckers that never acknowledge anybody that supports them. Um. So I think she's a sweet girl, but I mean, it's a lot of sweet ass slow people I know. <laughs> they ass don't need to be on, on the TV. Y'all was making me poop. <laughs> I know a lot of sweet, mildly. Anyway, we ain't we not gonna go there. <sighs> all I all I'm gonna say is my mama has been working with special needs children. For over 15 years in the school system. I know him when I see him, and I feel like she's one of them. 
I ain't saying that to be funny. I just want to know some truths. Anyway, uh, Chris gonna get us. Chris is our producer. This is a smooth two hours. Over. We try and we try and we try. We don't try hard enough. <laughs> well, well, fuck boy of the week. Who you got? My fuck boy of the week is actually gonna go to D.L. Hughley because Ooh. exactly. I don't know. <laughs> like I understand y'all be getting on Don Lemon's case. I didn't know D.L. Hughley was on the same shit, but people just don't care. Like, I didn't know this nigga was on CNN talking that slave ownership. Like, he has this thing called Team D.L., which is so fucking stupid. Like, you really didn't think that out. And he, and he tweets. <laughs> <laughs> like, he really didn't think that, t- that uh, hashtag out. Oh, but he, like, tweet stuff was like, Okay, you know, like them black kids with the pool party incident and the police got called on them. They was he was just like, if that was Caitlyn Jenner, would y'all have cared more? What did that have to do with anything? <laughs> Shit. Where's up. the correlation? He's so annoying. Like he's, he's really becoming one of the nigga, go that, back to cracking your mama jokes with the kings of comedy. Know your lane, musty bitch. <laughs> that's just like um one morning, like one of the last times I was on Twitter, when Montel Williams randomly made whatever comment about D-Ray or whatever. And I was so lost. Because first of all, I was just like, why is everybody defending D-Ray? D-Ray, whatever. I'm like, ain't that the nigga from all them bad black movies? Like, who cares? Like the, I was thinking they were talking about the comedian. Oh, like, D-Ray Davis, not the yes, activist. The nigga D-Ray. that used to be with Kanye all the time. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? This nigga, what? 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 I, I wasn't understanding. And then I was like, no, it's somebody named DeRay. He's like an activist or whatever. But Montel, girl, bye. The you nigga who was marrying all them white women and kept getting divorced. Like, I'm fuck who he marrying. The nigga that was trying to push them um bullshit loans with the 800% interest rate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or whatever. Nigga, you can't tell me nothing about nothing. Because he was like, what do you say D-Ray isn't MLK or some shit? Like, no shit. Okay, bitch, and you're not fucking Paula Dean. Are we just making hyperboles of shit that doesn't matter? You're not fucking Sally Jesse Raphael, bitch. <laughs> the only time anybody ever watched Montel was when that psychic lady, wasn't that when Sylvia Brown was on there? Yep. I believe her because she had said... And it's gonna leave Bobby. I was like, oh, shut up, old bitch. She's <laughs> never going anywhere. <laughs> years later, but no, it she had her years off. She was like, Yeah, she gonna leave her leave Bobby this year. But it was like a, at least like 11, 12 years after <laughs> what she said or whatever. But she did leave. So I'll get for that. Cause like she would get on there and um do like the little celebrity things and mm-hmm. random people from the audience to stand up. Yes, your mother wasn't shit, and your aunt wasn't shit, so that's why you never did it. Like breaking down stuff like that, and I thought that was entertaining or whatever as a kid. But um, Montel, fuck you, bye. <laughs> well, that was my fuck boy. I'm not giving him too much more shine. Just know. I mean, well, yeah, we D.L. Hughley. This nigga ain't funny. This nigga, 
I don't even know how he made it on the Kings of Comedy. You was the least funniest one on the Kings of Comedy. Like, nobody knows any of your routine. Like, we all know, like, little parts from Cedric and Bernie Mac, especially, or whatever. Fuck Steve Harvey, too. Steve Harvey was shady as hell. <laughs> the way he did Bernie Mac. That's why I don't fuck with y'all. Uncle Steve no more. Mr. Hightower used to be cool until all that came to light. <sighs> I miss Uncle Bernie. I do miss Uncle Bernie. And I love Cedric the Entertainer because he is going to always be that one uncle that you love to come around. You and, I have a Cedric the Entertainer. You know he broke up a fight with my mama back in her 20s. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he from St. Louis though. Yeah, he is from St. Louis. Yeah, I can believe She was it. like in like the county and like her boyfriend and her got into an argument and she was like finna bust that nigga head. And she is he just came out. He was like, hey, 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 chill out, chill out. He started like cracking jokes. He like diffused the whole situation. And that's I was like, it. oh, that's a funny story. She's like, yeah. he still was a lame nigga. I should have busted <laughs> his head too. <laughs> she was like, that nigga should be more appreciative of, St- of Cedric, not me. I was like, well. Oh my God, I can't. Listen, my fuck boy of the week goes to somebody who deserves it. Speaking of wanting to bust people in the head. I'm going to give my fuckboy the week to the bitch that checked me out at Target the other day. <laughs> what? You young hoe. You are probably a tender age of 18. Listen, she was having a whole ass conversation with her co-worker before she swiped any one of my items. I was like, I guess I ain't got nowhere to be at. <laughs> and I really just said that and looked at her like she was crazy. Girl. This may be your first summer job, but don't let this be your first summer ass whooping either. <laughs> I had somewhere to be. That's me all the time. I ain't got time. Like, I think that is so rude. Like, y'all up here having this nothing ass conversation. It wasn't even a good conversation. It was about, like, some curtains or something. Girl, you can't catch her in the break room. Can I please get my items and go? Because, like, how I am, I really don't like to move around until it's at the 7 o'clock. Because it's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you got AC, don't have AC, whatever the case may be. Like, I wake up in the morning, get out of bed, and be about to die. Is that damn hot. <laughs> and so, you just standing here having this whole ass conversation. I'm already annoyed. Oh my god, I wanted to box that girl in her face so bad. I was two seconds away from Bobby Boucher in that bitch. Oh. <laughs> you don't know me. Like, I was like, man, if you would have caught me 10, 11 years ago. <laughs> back when I was like super ignorant, mm-hmm. super ain't give a fuck, I gives fucks now to a certain extent like when it comes to like running up on people and being like bitch let me tell you something like I, that was my whole thing back when i was in my early 20s let me tell you something and then i'll just say whatever i had to say and be a pre-fight or whatever but i was like i have really grown and matured because i would have cussed that bitch slapped the fuck out i remember cussing somebody out at the self checkout in Walmart one time. The self checkout. Like yes. <laughs> some some girl. I skipped the line at self checkout a couple of weeks ago. Some um teenage kids, because it was like you know like you go to self checkout 
and it's like five or six of them lined up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like if you just standing there, I don't know which one you're gonna go to next. So I'ma move. I got somewhere to be. Like I move with purpose when I'm in the store. You know what I'm right. saying? Because I know like too many people that in my hometown. Shop. Or what not even that, but just running into people. I tell y'all, y'all think it's a game. Like that little t shirt from Forever 21, whoever sells it, that says like I love pizza and like three other people. That's it. <laughs> so it's like I'm a people person, but you have to catch me on them days and at those special moments. And shopping is not one of those moments at all. Especially like, you know, being in an area where I literally I know everybody. So if I go to Walmart like right now, I can guarantee I'm gonna run into like three people and they're gonna wanna have full ass conversations. And <sighs> much as I love people and wanna help them out because a lot of people ask me for advice or whatever at random. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I just want some toilet tissue. <laughs> I just want to go. I don't. I don't got time. So the girls, she was just—they were just standing in the gaps or whatever. So I was like, um, y'all don't know what y'all gonna do. I know what I want. I want this checkout. And so I walked to it. She's like, oh ma'am, we were waiting for that. I was like, oh, you ain't move fast enough and continue to check myself <laughs> out, girl. That white privilege don't mean shit to me. Okay, you messing with the right one. That's I, me. Like I hate when someone cuts me in line or like stands right in front of me. I'm I good to it. say. I guess I'm not. I'm good to say. Well, I guess I wasn't standing here. Like I say that so loud all the time. I hate people. She that, says she should have said that shit. It, but I mean, it wouldn't matter at that point. I still would have checked myself out. <laughs> I mean. I would have said that if I was her, but she didn't. So fuck her. <laughs> Respect your elders anyway, ho. I got some years on you. <laughs> Again, that white privilege shit don't mean a frame to me. And I know I was looking like super ethnic black lady because I had my head wrapped looking really Erica Badu-ish that day. Oh, shit. <laughs> I wasn't trying to look Afrocentric on purpose. Bitch, it was a twist out up on the head. I had things going on <laughs> <laughs> that I was not about to touch. Let me tell you, Mama Ratchets go through line. Or oh, I'll just call the Better Business Bureau on your ass. What's your name? <laughs> when I say she got them on speed down, she mm-hmm. has gotten plenty she of better. people fired. I don't know if she got the T Mobile rap fired. He had got buck with her because she was like, You lost your phone on purpose. She was like, Bitch, what? And they got to argue. And she was like, What's your name? Don't hide your name tag now. Bloop, 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 bloop. He was fired Listen. two days later. Customer service people. Oh, man, man, man. I remember having them customer service jobs when I was a teenager. Not fun. It ain't worth it. I, just, You know what I used to do? Like, when customers were really pissing me off, I would just go in the back and just chill till they left. Or just tell my manager. Like, I'm not going to lose my job over you. But that's the thing. Like, when I was, you know, 18, 19, I could have those type of jobs or whatever. And, like, it worked out great or whatever because my temperament, although I was like run up and get done up with people in the outside world, but when it came to a check and money, I never let somebody like come between me and some coins. So it's like, you can be mad and you can be all upset or whatever, but at the end of the day, I'm still going to get this check. So you can throw your tantrum or whatever because I used to um, do tech support for Bell South Fast Access DSL. 
Mm-hmm. So if you can imagine, and this is back when like anybody had no fucking MacBook or whatever. So this was all Windows telling people to go to their start menu and bring up their DOS prompt and type in <laughs> shit to flush their DNS out to get them on the internet or whatever. So you can imagine like sitting there doing that for like five, six hours helping 85 year old people try to find buttons and shit on their keyboard. Like you can be wanting to pull your hair out by the end of the day or whatever. But at that time of my life, like it was like simple. Like I would be so calm and I did so good at that job because it was like, well, yeah, you know, I don't care. I don't mind. Laid back with it. I'm like, I'm sitting down all day. I'm getting paid good, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I ain't got no real bills or whatever. So this is my money. Like, loved it. Man, I wish I would do some motherfucking tech support. <laughs> I would die. <laughs> the first day, I'd be like, you know what? This ain't going to be for me. This is not going to work out. Cause I don't have too many questions to ask. Back then, I guess a teenager, I ain't really, you know, I just went along with the flow. Now, no. Cause now I'll be like, how old is your computer? Really, <laughs> really, it's not us. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, girl, random girl at Target, and then I went in the other day. I jumped in somebody else's line because I'm like, if I go to this girl line, I'm gonna say something to her. Hell Even if she no. does everything right, I'll be like, oh, so you good today? <laughs> I ain't got time to be getting into it with little 18-year-olds, but I'm petty. <laughs> I know. I do. Did I ever tell you about the time uh, when I used to work at Walmart uh, years ago? The customer had came back the next day and jumped my coworker. Listen, I can believe Like, it. on site. Like, they had got into, like, a tiff in a checkout or whatever. And she's like, that's all right, bitch. Next time I see you, I'm beating your ass on site. It's like 9.55. We about to get off at 10. We go to the hot food uh, section. Next thing you know, I just see somebody get out the checkout line and just run up on my coworker and bink up right to the fist. And I was like, that's how hoes say hello down here. I'm so confused. We nugging and bucking. Yes. And this time I hear my coworker, she was like, oh, what's up, bitch? You back? And they start banging. <laughs> And they start banging, and I'm laughing, and then like, I'm trying to break, and I ain't trying to jump in because I'm not gonna lose my job. So then they take it outside, and I just was, I laughed so fucking hard. Listen, I've said plenty of times, I've never made any claims to be shit, so that's my disclaimer. But me and my cousins used to have plenty of moments where we wait for bitches at their job. Um, we waited for one girl to get off her shift that Cracker Barrel to run up on her. Um, we went to Walmart to run up on somebody. She hit them lights. You know, the, the lights to let people know, like, you know, you checking out or you not or whatever. Yes. That girl hit them lights so motherfucking quick and went to the break room or whatever. Listen, y'all, this is when I was bad. I have been reformed. I'm not like that anymore. You're not busting bitches with ice buckets no more. No. I am a woman of God. <laughs> I be I'm out here coaching and changing lives. <laughs> I turned my life around when I started my site. But Fresh no, Alina fixed this shit. Listen, we just used to be 
It just used to be on that fighting shit. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I used to be on that fighting shit bad. I used to fight over social media. I remember the I I I remember I jumped the iotas because they threatened to beat my ass on Twitter. I was like, oh really? Cause like one had lied about fucking my friend. And I was like, don't lie on fucking her. Like she would never. Like that really I hate when niggas lie on their puss. I mean lie on their dick. Like don't lie on my friend. And like they was like, oh that's okay, gay ass nigga. We'll whoop your ass with or without our letters on. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Saw that one nigga. In like, the, oh, um, okay, get them every time. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, call my mama, let her know. She was like, I gotta come down there with my nigga and your cousin. Do we gotta roll up? You know, I'm on a <laughs> real cookie on these niggas. And I was like, no, I'm cool. <sighs> Saw the nigga in the student center. Um, you was talking that shit. Okay. Um, Chris, you gotta go. Security coming. Okay, bye. I was gone. I was real nook back in the day, but I'm old now. And you I'm know, old. I ain't trying to go to jail. I'm I trying to get what? these. Sponsorship coins. I can't be out here costing us coins. I had too much to lose. Like, I can't. I'm never going to book the first gay essence festival <laughs> panel out here fighting. You're not going to book that shit either. anyway. It's like I, <laughs> essence ain't going to touch me with a 10 foot pole. Essence, like, I saved it for another episode. We already about to hear it. It's going to be a three hour <laughs> We don't shut up. But oh my god, yeah, like it was nothing to get somebody the fuck up out of here. Like, either I was either cussing you out, or we was about to just try to bust your head. But a lot of times, like, because we would be so squad, people just the girls would just like, I ain't got time for this shit, and just walk off. Yeah, you better walk or, off, bitch, or whatever else like that. But then I, I just came to a point when I was just like, people never really ever had a problem with me. It was just like always like my cousins or whatever. And we would always just be like defending them and they bullshit or whatever. Then it's mm. like once I realized that like people liked me because I was funny and I was always like in, you know, good spirits or whatever, I just decided to roll with that. All that fighting and bullying and doing whatever, <laughs> that mean girl shit, that take up too much energy, man. Like I like to laugh. I like to have a good time or whatever. And once I started to just stick with that, like way less drama whatever else but yeah back in the day it wasn't nothing to wait at a bitch job for her to get off or go see her oh, okay i can't catch you at the house we'll get you at work we definitely pulled up at cracker barrel and like camped out <laughs> waited for her yeah. ass you don't want no problem because pussy hoe will solve them was like yep can't get you at school because we ain't trying to get suspended but we will catch you at the barrel bitch <laughs> I will see you at McDonald's after the football game, ho. Catch me at Waffle House, trick. Like, <laughs> bad. B- well, at least a- you were smart enough not to get expelled from school. Nope. Had to get that education, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Had to keep my education first, like Webby would want me. Girl, you stupid. <laughs> All right. Anybody want to dedicate this episode to? I'm going to dedicate the episode to the cameraman that flashed us LeBron James' dick during the NBA. (laughs) I didn't see it, but I heard about it. It's just so random. Was it big? It was on soft, but it looked like it had some weight on it. Mm. (laughs) You know them ugly niggas. You know them ugly niggas be having (laughs) some meats on them. (laughs) 
No, let me tell you. I'll never forget at track practice when I was like in 10th or 11th grade, one of my homeboys was, you know, doing his stretches or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he may be like LeBron's height. He, he up there, whatever. He's like, oh my God, just chiseled body, just everything. Like he actually played um, football at the, with the, Florida Gators or whatever, like whatever mm-hmm. year that they run the championship, and then he went to the NFL. But anyway, so his body has always been like just amazing as hell, and so we just used to lust after him anyway. But one day he was doing his stretches or whatever, like we could see his stuff. And I was like, oh my god! I was like, oh my god! I know he was killing shorts. It was huge, and I was like, sixteen, seven. I ain't even, I ain't seen that many dicks. Like, you know, for real, for real. I wasn't a young hoe out here, so I, you know, I right. just not run into, like, nowadays, you just, woo, hashtag dick or whatever. <laughs> like, it was not that back in the day. It was, like, a big deal. And so, I saw that elephant trunk. I was like, oh, my God. And then, <laughs> because, like, I was a, a manager or whatever for track team. And so it was like you, you was know. a book bitch all your life. I love you always. You know when I, I was talking so bitches, <laughs> I was you know doing what I do. Cause look, my whole thing has always been about what can I do so I can finesse a situation to make my life easier. So like I decided to be a manager for sports or whatever, so I could travel, go to the games for free, <laughs> go to the games for free, go to events network with other people because this all pre social media internet life or whatever so it's like I always wanted to meet people and do whatever that was like outside of my school and I really wasn't getting all of that kind of action just on my own but once I started doing that like I was constantly meeting people making new friends and all kind of shit like that so that's why I did dance team and I got a letterman's jacket for it and getting out of class all the time so we could leave school early and do whatever I was all for that shit like I did track management and I was like on a little flag team thing. So yes, I was twirling flags and catching them and shit. I was walking around with knots on my forehead for a smooth <laughs> summer, dropping flags on my forehead every day. I was snatched too, bitch. <laughs> I can only imagine. I was snatched that summer because people would be like, Oh my god, how Beyonce lose weight so quick or whatever. If you practicing for 18 hours a day at anything, you're gonna be fine. <sighs> but oh my god, back to that dick. It was so big. It felt like this right here, this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it looked so just. Wavy. Yeah, but that I, shit cute now. I don't. That big dick shit cute. They can have that hurts. shit. Like, it's fun to look at. I don't want none. I saw one on Twitter, and that thing was that touching big his old knee. Dick. Oh the God. one you was talking about who was taking that look like I got my walls. female friends be talking to me and they be like you don't like them no bitch that's how you get prostate cancer you keep them things <laughs> I don't want no nigga no big ass Mm-mm. don't nobody want that shit I got walls <laughs> Hell, I don't eat my shit tumbling like the walls of Jericho or whatever happens so. don't nobody want your shit looking like meat curtains don't nobody got time for that <laughs> Oh my God, that's terrible. Like, who wants that? All you need is some good, just thickness and weight, a decent, like, weight, a do the trick. 
and yeah. nigga know what he's doing. Like you won't need all that. All that shit is like extras. All that thirteen inches. No, 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 bitch, you're a liar. Who wants that? Who has bitch, your on? hair ain't even thirteen inches. But you want a dick that long? <laughs> you can't even afford a bundle thirteen inches. Oh, okay. Oh my God. It's like that little meme that people post on Instagram that takes me out every time I see it. Like it says, like all these niggas nowadays want a bitch with a flat stomach and a fat ass when all they have the offer is a bucket hat and a SoundCloud link. <laughs> I'm like, who made this? Some this of these so memes true. be having me dying. Some of them memes be lame as fuck, but some of them be so on point, and that's one of them. The meme that had me dying was bitches keep they Brazilian in their hair so long to become a U.S. citizen. I was dying. <laughs> People ain't shit. Uh, that's like one thing, like y'all gotta understand about the internet. A lot of y'all are fucking geniuses, like. Or just like have like super razor sharp humor. Stop giving away all your shit for free. Because please Listen. believe people are taking your shit and running with it all the way to a check. That's why like when it got to a certain point, even with having a site and doing whatever, writing content, writing jokes and doing whatever every day. I had to really ask myself like, are you Selling yourself short here because your ass can really be doing stuff for television. Mm-hmm. And so when certain opportunities start to come for me to do that, I decided to run with it to get my shit out there. And that way, whatever joke made it or whatever punchline that I contributed to the conversation or whatever, I was getting credit for. Like people take your shit and they'll have people thinking like they wrote it and did whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that one fuck nigga, I'm not gonna give no airtime to say his name. That would like literally go to the site and read post word for word on the radio. <sighs> I ain't got time for that shit. So when people ask me, oh, what about the site? Da, 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 da. No, we're retired. <laughs> I'm a retired bitch, <laughs> but I can help you. But as far as like, you know, doing whatever, nah. Like if it's not coming with a certain byline of credit to me, no. And like people are such geniuses. So please people, please. If you're gonna drop some heat <laughs> on Twitter or do whatever, like make it in a way where people gonna have to give you your credit for it. Cause let me tell you, BuzzFeed and all these other niggas is following y'all. And taking y'all concepts and spinning them into actual content and getting all them coins for it. Hello. If you're going to be bothered enough to be great on the internet, do it within your own realm at least. At least have a site. Have your own platform. That's why I don't live tweet TV shows no more. I don't do that shit. I don't live tweet award shows. I don't live tweet nothing. Like if I do tweet out something, it's like days after it aired. So if my stuff got stolen, why are you stealing my jokes to you? Like I ain't got time for that. Like, don't get me wrong, when I was freshly on Twitter, like, that was one of the ways that I got my followers up and I made a name for myself was I would literally live tweet everything. Like, I would live tweet, like, College Shield. Like, College Shield was big in the early days of Twitter. Like, mm-hmm. we would, like, all be watching College Shield. And then, like, we would go and have, like, webcam shows. Like, it would be me, Crystal's, Kid Fury, other people, or whatever. Like, and we would just all be on, like, 
cameras in our houses or whatever talking about <laughs> whatever it was really fun um and so that's one way that i really got my followers up or whatever but like after a while when everybody just started jumping on twitter and you start seeing like people come and take your shit it just comes it's like why am i even here doing this for real for real don't get me wrong social media is not the devil it's definitely more people out there who you can connect with in a way that will help you in your situation but you gotta watch it just don't don't give all your genius away that's my little rant this is gonna be a full hour episode but you know what it is what I just, I'm tired of seeing this shit. Like, I work with so many people who complain about the same thing, about having their content stolen. And I know that it happens. Like, I'm tired of trying to sweep shit under the rug. Fuck them niggas. I ain't writing content no more, so I feel like I can speak on it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let them niggas take y'all ideas and get paid for it, because that's exactly what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times people feel like, Oh, I don't have X amount of followers. Or not even I don't, but they don't. So no nobody's gonna catch on to me. You dirty bitch. And you never win when you're dirty. <laughs> you never win. Mama sees all. <gasps> so let me tell you this. If you think someone has stolen your content and your jokes or whatever, tweet us. Let us know. We'll oh, get well, down you know, to it. Hello. You know, we ain't shit. We ain't got a problem knocking on doors and asking questions. We're exposing you hoes. So, that's what we doing in 2015. We got GoFundMe Twitter the fuck up out of here. Hello. <laughs> fuck your feelings. I'm so proud of us for that. We gonna get these niggas stop stealing y'all content, stealing y'all jokes. They going around favoriting your tweets. We are by the people for the people. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm tired of it. It's so whack. Get your own ideas. Get your own identity. Get your own voice. Or put them on the fucking payroll. Exactly. And a lot of you guys, too, at the same time, y'all got to stop selling yourself short and thinking that you don't have what it takes to write content or whatever. Going back to this hustle money, girl, you better get you these extra hundred dollars or whatever for freelancing. Hello. Go on LinkedIn. It's all kind of ways. But if I told what? you how many freelance blogging jobs I took just for the little bit of money or just the networking or the exposure, period. Cause shit about freelance, you do that shit when you want to do it. If you don't do it, oh the fuck will. I could teach you, but I have to charge. <laughs> so that's all. Hustle for ain't me. free. Listen, game to be sold, not to be told. I love y'all. So y'all know what it is. But I don't have anybody I want to dedicate the episode to. Um, Tina knows, Lawson, whatever. Popping that pussy, I guess. At the age I of guess. 60. Gone, girl. I, I guess, but you. can we really dedicate it? Because Caitlyn Jenner's doing the same thing at 60. I'm tired of Caitlyn ass. I know... <laughs> That may seem a little harsh. But it's like, okay, She's girl. She's low-key on my shit list. Like, I'm not going to say why on the podcast. I'll just say it afterwards because I don't want no LGBTQINDP. <laughs> Do you know what that mean, people in my industry? <laughs> like, Caitlin. Caitlin. I can't wait to see you shut down the ESPYs, though, girl. 
Caitlyn, book another photo shoot. Stay in your lane. Do your little cute tweets and whatever else, but like, man, okay, I'm not over Caitlyn. I'm over like everybody's obsession. I guess I think that's a better way to put it for me. Like, I love Caitlyn. What she doing, girl? You only get one life. Live that shit how you want to. Do you? But everybody else they, just makes me just nauseated. That's all. It's just like with Chris Brown and his daughter. Like, I get. It's like I'm not mad at him for wanting to be a dad or be a father or whatever. But it's like. I also don't care. That's who. But it's like. <laughs> I'm tired about uh, everybody's obsession with him and this child. Like, I think it's, like, freaky. Like, I'm not mad that Michael Jackson used to make them niggas wear handkerchiefs and stuff over their face because look how y'all act. I'm not mad that we saw the back of Blue Ivy head for, like, three years because, like, people are crazy. And then, too, like, I feel like Chris Brown, he stay passing that little girl around like she a blunt. (laughs) Please. Stop letting all these people take pictures of your child. And it's just too much for me. Like, I don't want her growing up with all this attention. I'm I'm nervous about this. I'm not nervous about his parenting skills. I'm nervous about all these people that's, like, coming around. Or maybe they've always been around. And I just ain't never fucking noticed because I never cared enough about Chris until he had a kid. Because now I care about the kid. But I'm like, girl. Just... <sighs> Where your mama and her drawstring ponytails come get the baby for the weekend, whatever. Where like, is his mama? <sighs> Maybe she did that since he threw them rocks at her car when he was <laughs> <laughs> in rehab or jail, wherever he was at. I can't. Like, I'm tired of like all these Chris Brown updates. I guess because like I follow like several entertainment accounts on Instagram so maybe that's my fault but it's like I'm scrolling down I'm like, Chris Brown Chris Brown royalty royalty and then people just say crazy things about the baby and I just don't like that I don't want to read that adults yes get them the fuck up out of here you want to roast the fuck out of Chris Brown for me and the fuck boy go right ahead I'm not going to stop you but <laughs> leave that baby alone well Oh, yeah, I don't got nobody I want to dedicate this episode to. I guess I can dedicate it to Trick Daddy. You told me he was cussing somebody out on Instagram. Yes, he was cussing out um the judgment for the dude who shot up the church. And he was talking about what he got a bail and my niggas did half the crime and they out here <laughs> serving 30 to life. What type of fucking America is this? Who the fuck wants to live here? He was going off. Child. Trick daddy's no, no way, not in America. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Trick daddy for governor. Let's go. Hello. Help Florida out. Help the gunshine state out. <sighs> I can't. Book him on CNN. Who? I said book him for CNN. Trick daddy. I thought you said put Kim on CNN. Kim who? Bye. No. Book Trick Daddy for CNN. Listen. What was you telling me earlier about Trinidad James being on CNN? Then we got to go because this is about to be a slick three hours. Chris, no. Cuss us out. Chris, sorry. <laughs> they keep booking him for like black issue segments on what the CNN. Fuck? Why? I don't understand why. <laughs> does CNN even film in Atlanta? <laughs> it does. Oh, okay. So I guess. 
Maybe T.I.'s booked. I don't but know. But listen, y'all could have snatched Killer Mike. If, if it's somebody from Atlanta <laughs> that I would want to be able to go on a platform and represent hip hop and actually have some intelligent shit to say, it would be Killer Mike all day long. They trained that change. What? Like they had him on a segment. Should the should Barack Obama apologize for slavery? Like I think they were. What? Really <laughs> Seeing that? Why are y'all trolling South the Cab Mall for content and people? Leave people where they at. What y'all gonna have up next on the Migos problem? Who else from Atlanta? Young Scooter, Scotty ATL, Young Thug, Young Thug. There gonna be a rich on there. Talking about Rich Homie Kwan was on something. Talking about his so, Wasn't he on ESPN? Yeah, talking about growing up. Oh my God. Just like when you had 2 chains on fucking Nancy Grace. What now that was funny. Because <laughs> he acted like a pure nigga. And I love moments like that. But um, I just... Trinidad James. Nigga, shouldn't you be... Don't you got right. a footlocker to be managing? <laughs> I was going to say, I ain't got time to be giving out career advice. I am not Deb Atney to these niggas. I'm only Deb Atney to my clients. That's it. You're not a client, Trinidad. And that nigga, I used to know and go to the store he used to work at. And, like, he was a nice, good, cool dude. And then, this nigga got some money. He's an asshole. That's why Mayno in New York City got him to fuck up out of here. I wasn't, I ain't feel those type of way when all that shit was happening. <laughs> I'm like, you reap what you sow, ho. <laughs> but anyway, we gonna keep it cute. Y'all, we really didn't intend on this for being a three hour podcast. Because <laughs> that time is still ticking away. We gonna get cussed out. But hey, we just making up for lost time. Right. We gonna try to do better, but you know, you be booked, I be booked. We don't live in the same city. Same excuses, time, excuses, though. excuses. You got hoes, I got hoes. Right. You got jobs, I got jobs. And besides that, we have real nigga shit going on on a daily basis. <laughs> our, our cousins know that. That really fuck with us. Y'all know there's nothing for me to go missing. I'm going to resurface when this episode gets, you know, uploaded. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Cause I really feel like I'm I'm retired <laughs> in a lot of ways. Like I did this shit for ten years. Like I gave this a decade. It's time like for a new journey. Again, that's why I love coaching. I love being Deb Antney of blogging. That's really my stick, I guess. <laughs> blogging and branding. That could be your Instagram bio, the Deb Antney of blogging. <laughs> right. I call. I make connections. I'm out here networking for my clients. I'm harassing them for content on their end. Like, I'm really, when we together, if you a client, oh, it's a relationship. I'm stalking you. <laughs> I'm waiting in the trenches. What, what's up? What, why you only did three posts this week? We need more. Oop. Let's get it. Why you not promoting on social? I, I am that. My clients, I, I text though. them. I'm annoying. <laughs> but people need that, you know? Hell yeah. You gotta stay on top of it. So again, as always, coach me up fresh at gmail.com. Get your rights, baby. Hey. Get you to these coins. And there's so many ways for you to get to these 
dollars. You don't have to take the traditional route with blogging and doing whatever. Like certain things work with certain for certain people. Certain clients, I suggest they do other things. Like freelancing is a huge, you know, opportunity that I don't feel like a lot of people take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Again, I started off doing freelance work in my early days of blogging. Like I always had my site, but I was always, you know, at that time hustling around. And the real money that I made in the beginning was from freelancing or whatever. So, you know, before I understood how to monetize my site, I was getting to these coins. If I could get to the coins in 2005, being fresh out of job core, you know my story, like, mine. <laughs> like, being in the middle of buttfuck Georgia, not having an internship, no connections, no anything, no social media to fall back on, no whatever. Come on, y'all. How hard do you hustle? You got to ask yourself this. All of these different platforms and ways that you can connect with people, what are you doing? Let's get it. Because if you don't get it, somebody else going to take your spot. That's true. In the words of Jocelyn Hernandez, get on the winning team, ho. Coach me up fresh at gmail.com. <laughs> Let me know what's going on, okay? We talk about it. Branding, blogging, it doesn't have to be awkward for you. We'll figure it out. You dig. <sighs> Operation Get Chose? Yeah, you can still hit me up on Operation Get Chose. I still have my fitness plans and my fitness. My fitness and my dietary plans. You know, I've been working really just one-on-one with most of my clients. Really getting on them. Like, I have them checking with me on a daily basis. Because it's like, you know, I have certain plans for certain people. And I am working on something that's in the bigger scheme of things right now. So that's why I kind of been kind of quiet. But you can stand me up on a one-on-one basis. We're yes. good hit, 45. Hit yeah, hit me up. We have a, I have I, a good... Because <laughs> I'm going to keep you fat. Hit him up. Because <laughs> it's a good 45, 50 of us right now in our network of like working with me one-on-one. So You know what you should probably do sometimes? What should what I do? We can even do together. Is like have... What's the little thing? The little Google chat thingy? Whatever, what it is? Hang mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Where we get on camera and look, snatch and talk to people. You can talk to them about being in shape. Again, I have nothing to offer in that. Um, yeah, y'all gonna have to catch me when I have my roots taught. It has yeah, to be plenty of beautiful. I have to make sure my background cute. Listen, I do, you know, Skype my clients and FaceTime or whatever, but I'm like, we have to make arrangements. I need to know what's going on. Like, cause these eyebrows right now, and I had to make sure like I have a great emergency wig in place. Don't let them Instagram pictures fool you. I look like that three percent of the time. <laughs> Any other time, like I'm looking like Bessie. Sorry, <sighs> it is what it is. So, Operation Get Chose at Gmail dot com. Operation Get Chose on Tumblr. On Instagram, on, Instagram, on Facebook, at Sir Ratchetness, on Twitter, Instagram. And your daddy jaws. Hey, and your mama mouth. In your niggas' pockets. You already know. You so, must yeah. not know about me. Hey. This is like a three. This is the longest one. Listen, Chris. <laughs> you know we long winded as fuck. 
that's why we have to record like super early in the morning because if we try to record in the middle of the day or whatever, our schedules will get knocked off. Girl, I'll be losing out so much money. <laughs> I don't got time. I, have I love y'all, but I ain't got time for that. I'm already getting these good morning texts and I'm ignoring. <laughs> so yeah, again, we love y'all. Thank you for rocking with us and listening to all our randomness. Hate, love, whatever. We appreciate it all. That means you're listening, ho. So it's whatever. And I know people say whatever they want to say. Can't please everybody. But another thing, you got to give a shout out to all of the people that's coming out with podcasts. That's why I love. Sometimes I want to be like, don't worry about us. Go listen to XYZ. Because <laughs> there's so many different podcasts out there, right? Like, I feel like it's a, a podcast for everybody. It or, like, is. you could like multiple ones. Like, you don't have to just listen to, like, one or two, y'all. Like, them shits is free. It's hella podcasts out it's there about everything. Everything. Because, like, I love listening to the ones about entrepreneurship myself. But, like, you know, it's so many of them. I knew podcast thing was, like, really blowing up when I caught my brother listening to one. And I fucked with your brother heavy. That is Curtis Snow from Snow on the Bluff. And if this nigga's listening to podcast. My mama listens to podcasts. My auntie, she's 63. She listens to podcasts. So, like, a lot of even, like, of the religious people or whatever, like, are getting into the podcast world where they actually, like, are turning, like, sermons into podcasts. That's dope. I'm not mad at that. Because, like, I, for the longest, it was it was hard for me to get into podcasts because, like, I don't c- commute to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people mm-hmm. listen to podcasts while, like, they're working or they're on their way even or whatever. But for me, I don't get in the car and go to work. Um, and when I am, like, working or whatever, like, I like to listen to music. I feel like conversations would kind of throw me off mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's not really, wasn't really my thing. Um, but now, you know, it's about finding one that, that fits to what I like. And it's, like, a lot of different podcasts that I enjoy. So I'm actually going to drop them on Twitter. Um, So even if you have a podcast of your own or you have a favorite or whatever, let me know at me or whatever. So we can get the word out. There's so many just dope podcasts. You don't necessarily have to be a podcast of color for us to show love to you at all. Like if you have something to say or is interesting, holla at me. If only you knew what I listened to and research like I'm not really in it's not like, like we don't really stay in like a little lane like a little Gucci Mane rules the world lane you know what I'm saying like, we be listen, you know like we be listening <laughs> to these rule TED the world now. yeah but you know like me and you be listening to these TED talks and all these yeah, other like, that's what I we mean we on some like, nerdy shit for real y'all so if you have even like a website or whatever if it's just like content that you feel like it's on point you're proud of or whatever Add it to me. Send it to me on Twitter. Like, y'all know I'm the retweet queen. I'm me not too. sending you with the love at all. I may not have the most followers in the world, but I have a decent amount, I feel like. And so, you know, we'll get your stuff out there. We'll help you. Everybody need a boost, right? Hell yeah. Come on now. We vote people, damn it. <laughs> we keep telling y'all this ain't no Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton shit. <laughs> 
we for y'all. We step in and talk shit, but we really love people. We love y'all because you guys support us. So we just want to show our appreciation back. So yeah, we may stay gone for a while or whatever, but when we come, we deliver. We bless in the hood. Right. We just God like when Young Jeezy. Crap, hello, we just like when Jeezy go on tour. <laughs> oh my God, that concert this summer is gonna be everything. I'm going. So many niggas gonna get shot at that weekend. I'm but anyway, going. but anyway, <laughs> this has officially been a three-hour podcast, and Chris is gonna cuss us, slap the fuck out. But listen. Look at all this great content that you have Hello. to shade and not like. <laughs> or it could possibly like. So much of it. Yummers. So we're going to try to do better, y'all. Okay. It's but just y'all, so hard. It's just so hard when you book, bitch. I'm sorry, but we got to get to this money. Hmm. Sorry. But yeah, love you guys always. Hit us up. I'm at Freshalina on Twitter. I'm at Sir Ratchness with two T's. Um, I'm Amy Traphouse on Instagram, but I want to tell y'all, I don't really get on Instagram that often. There's too much nigga shit on there for me. So if like you leave me a comment or something and like I don't respond or whatever, it's not that I'm being funny. It's just I'm not logged on. My regular Twitter, I mean Instagram account. Now I got a creep Instagram account. I'm on that bitch all the time. <laughs> you know I gotta do surveillance on people and um <laughs> and whatever else but my main Instagram like I'm not really ever on it too often or whatever so if like you write to me if I don't respond back or whatever I'm not being shady I'm not ignoring you I'm just not on just like that's with Twitter and DMs and all that kind of stuff too like I checked my DMs for the first time like last week <laughs> crazy so many people talk to me and it's just you know social media i advocate for it people to really take advantage of it and do what they do but it's not for me for real for real like nah the internet i really don't mess with to deal with so tough so don't think i'm ignoring you if you reach out okay love y'all wouldn't do y'all like that and like we talk about y'all like outside the podcast like we oh talk, my god yes like i talk like we talk about like our favorite clients and twitter followers and, and y'all are funny as hell we really go up for y'all that's the thing you just don't know like y'all don't know because y'all be getting people to fuck up out of here when we can't and i'm gonna leave it at that and it's be so fucking funny and so like we love interacting with y'all and talking with you guys or whatever um okay I don't one know day, what everybody else is doing with their platform, but we definitely use ours to connect with people. One day we'll just download a Metro Doom and Beat and just start shouting out y'all names. Right. This goes out to na 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 na. You know we some fools. We really need to start doing that. Hey. Listen. Anywho. Yeah, we gotta go and see about Diddy. Make sure he's straight or whatever. So again, at first leader, at Sir Wretchedness, at everything, <laughs> and we'll see y'all later. Bye, bye, ho.